Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> it was like, in wait, wait, the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other yes. side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, figured it Wes out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Yes. It's a me, a man, a Garcia. <laughs> Cocahones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Victory Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. ECU coming off a sweep in baseball over George Washington. We will talk about that one today inside the Delcor Players Lounge with East Carolina pitchers Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey, and Josh Gross. Brian Bailey going to join us on the program as well on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM at Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You can find the show streaming video there. And we will answer your questions for the pitchers if you have any and you want to throw out there on this Monday. Great weekend of baseball. Great way to start the 2023 ECU baseball season. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt in Studio B. We'll get things rolling with Garrett Saylor, who joins me in the Pirate Radio Studios here in hour number one. And uh, Garrett, congratulations, man. 3-0 start to the season. Doesn't get any better than that. No, no, sure does not um should we talk about last year's start compared you know uh, i did hear cliff godwin today say it's a lot better than last year's starts i don't know if you're thinking about that necessarily but three and oh much better than oh and three obviously yeah thanks for reminding me uh, (laughs) yeah yeah so much better start this year than last year um i thought it was a pretty good weekend for us uh glad to have all the fans back out there again so awesome crowds and uh especially after what happened on friday that had to be frustrating man you you Mm -hmm. geared up you you go through the warm-ups and everything, and uh, I guess we were about at the final stages before getting that game underway, right? National yeah. Anthem, things like yeah, that. Yeah, national, and- national Anthem was about to play, and then they were like, all right, hey, pull the tarp. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah I, mean, I guess the three words you don't want to hear. No, uh, pull no, the tarp. Def- definitely not, because <laughs> it's usually the pitchers that pull the tarp. So, and we'll talk about that with uh, with Carter Spivey as he was. I kept hearing the phrase "getting hot," got hot uh, mm-hmm. all weekend long, and uh, and we'll ask you about that, and we'll ask Carter about it. But got to be frustrating to him. He's been waiting not really, you know, all day, but almost all, you know, eight months for mm-hmm. this opening start, you know, and uh, that, that's got to be frustrating. Yeah, a lot of adversity was uh, handed to him this past weekend. Yeah, he, he uh, Friday night gets gets hot, about to go in the game, goes on the mound, and then he's got to come off the mound, and we're not playing that night. So then he has to get hot again uh, that next day, and um, I thought he did a pretty good job uh, just handling it, um, but – it is what it is. Define uh, getting hot, Garrett. Some say I got hot around junior year of high school. <laughs> yeah. um, getting hot for a pitcher, what does that entail? Um, for a starter, it's it's you go through your whole routine, your throwing routine. You get off the mound um, probably a good 15 minutes before first pitch happens. So you get off the mound, go through, go through all your pitches, make sure everything works that day. 
um, and then it's and then it's game time, and then you got to throw again. It's a it's a physical thing, but also a mental thing. I heard Cliff Godwin talk about the adrenaline, and which I guess it kind of is a physical thing, but that adrenaline gets pumping, and when you're told, all right, uh, you're not going to pitch, yeah. you got to build that back up again. It, it does kind of mess with you, right? Oh yeah, it does. It definitely does. Being being a reliever, um, it does too. But uh, yeah, as a starter on Friday night, you've got first game jitters. You got all the adrenaline pumping in your veins, and then and then it just goes <laughs> you gotta you gotta re uh revamp for the next day you got that uh experience of a day one friday night starter does is that the the bubble guts there is that i mean you've pitched in some huge games some like major uh you know regional super regionals what is that friday night opener feeling like compared to those other ones uh yeah there's a lot of expectations going into that friday night um you saw last year i didn't really have a good friday night going into it but uh yeah, you, you gotta have a whole different mentality when you're when you're pitching on Friday nights, uh, game one of the season. So, um, and I think Spivey is that guy for us this year. Garrett, uh, you had all those appearances, all those innings last year. Maybe we won't work you as much this year, or we'll just bring you in right to start the season. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened on uh, Saturday, game one. You come in in relief of Spivey and do your job. Uh, you go unscathed in an inning and a third and uh just kind of doing what you do so uh, how'd you feel coming into the game on saturday i felt pretty good um i had an idea that i was going to be the first one out but i mean you really never know with games like that um but yeah i felt good i felt prepared ready to go um so yeah felt pretty good just another day at the office uh for garrett sailor so what are you doing on saturday and sunday you're you're prepared we've seen you go in multiple times in a, a weekend series so uh that let's say saturday uh game two you probably weren't going to come in right or were you available no um so yeah we played that first game on saturday and then uh coach G told me because i told him i was going to be good for that second game yeah he, he came in he was like no it's too early uh, <laughs> be ready to go tomorrow so i uh that sunday got in a little uh mobility lift um and then i was ready to go for sunday's game and i was talking to you uh off the air you said if needed you'll be ready to go against campbell mm-hmm. on tuesday so coming off that three games uh series what is monday like for you and then you got to turn around you got another day on a, a game on tuesday so what's up monday like for you yeah uh well today i i got my lift in um at noon and then it's we had a meeting but other than that like a normal monday for me is just lift it's an off day for us lift if if i need to throw i'll throw i took today off though um to get my arm prepared for tomorrow and some uh economic work for you 24 pitches to get through an inning and a third so that's a pretty good number where yeah. you're you're ready to go again. Is there like a a baseline where if I throw X amount of pitches, that's X amount of days off? Do you kind of go by any no. of that? No, I mean it's it's honestly just how my arm feels. Um, I'm a guy that can bounce back pretty pretty good, so it's it's how my arm feels and how my body feels that next day. And there's got to be a trust factor there. I heard Cliff Godwin say Spivey was a little sore, and he said he's got to be mature enough to tell me if he is sore because all you guys want to go out there as much as you can so you got to kind of you got to be honest with yourself and honest with your coach in those situations yeah but it it, for for us i know spivey he's a big competitor so if he feels he can go he's gonna go um it's it's hard for us to tell coach g that that we don't feel good that right and in fact you probably are always going to say you feel good enough it's it's like that's uh that's the tough part of it talking to garrett sailor here as the pirates are coming off a three and a weekend against george washington and 
again when you come in the game uh your team is trailing garrett you got off to leads game two and game three or, or excuse me game three you were behind in games one and two so either way uh it's a nine inning game right you know it's yeah. a lot of baseball uh left to be played in those early deficits that you guys face yeah i think our offense did a fantastic job this weekend and then relievers did a good job of coming in and um killing the damage that had already been set um but yeah our offense was unbelievable this weekend and we were the aggressor um for the late for the latter half of the the games one and two and then and then that game three is like everything was going right for us (laughs) i'm gonna say 23 if you guys score 23 a game you might not lose this year no i I, I sure hope not (laughs) uh that was impressive and uh a lot of individual heroes including justin wilcoxon and we'll uh we'll go over it on the farm bureau ecu baseball recap and uh, a little later on in the show but 714 for the weekend two home runs eight rbis nine runs scored just couldn't stay off the bases it was awesome yeah unreal for that guy um yeah justin's one of those guys that uh keeps his head down and just works hard uh day in and day out and uh he got the opportunity this weekend and uh went with it so i'm i'm really proud of him uh and i'm looking forward to the rest of the season for him and he uh caught what every inning every pitch uh, every, every inning until the last inning until the last inning so 26 innings yep. called mm-hmm. uh for wilcoxon this weekend is kind of waiting on uh, ryan mccrystal to get 100 yeah. percent and get back into uh the swing of things but man what an effort and by the way he is the aac baseball player of the week so congratulations to justin wilcoxon uh a lot of you guys it might have been you but uh luke nowak's name came up a lot during the preseason when i asked who's a guy that maybe we didn't see a ton of last year that might step up this year we saw him in the dh he had 500 this weekend mm-hmm. and was able to get on the bases and we know how fast he is from last year but he was uh, impressive this weekend. yeah luke, luke's another one of those guys that um that works really hard uh, i got the chance to work out with him a lot over uh over the fall um me and him would work out together um but yeah he's he's awesome great human being uh, and uh, it really showed this weekend that he can step up in those big situations. And from a pitching standpoint, uh, newcomer everybody was impressed w- with was Zach Root. And yeah. uh, he came in and was lights out, uh, 5Ks, three and two-thirds, and uh, just looked uh, looked the part up there. Yeah, it, that was unreal. Um, I'm really proud of Zach. Uh, you know, as a freshman, it's always it's always tough going out there. You got all the nerves, you, the expectations, but um, – he looked like he's been in the program for four years out there. Um, so he did a really good job this weekend, and then um, that sets him up for the rest of the season too. Pirates coming off a sweep over George Washington. Got Campbell, North Carolina coming up next. We'll talk about those matchups with uh, with Garrett Salem moving forward. But looking at George Washington, they had some some pop in the lineup, and uh, especially up there at the, uh, the top of the order. And then you had the Greenville native, Robbie Wacker. I know he was excited to – come here hit a home run this weekend but george washington um provided some some stress for you guys this weekend you were able to overcome yeah yeah they they were actually a tough offense i mean they were swinging at everything and it felt like it felt like we couldn't couldn't strike them out they they were always putting putting the bat on the ball um but they did a good job their offense did a good job yeah uh a rare garrett sailor outing with no strikeouts you got the outs but (laughs) no strikeouts i was trying to but (laughs) They were just putting the bat on the ball. You'll take them any way you can get them, though, right? Yeah. No doubt. Uh, let's take a uh, timeout. We'll come back. We'll get to some of your questions uh, for Garrett Saylor as we've got some of those here 
uh via twitter that we'll get to if you'd like to ask uh big 36 a question you can do so on facebook live or youtube and we'll uh pass those along more to go garrett sailor on the delcor players lounge here on pirate radio live more to go after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University ENC.com. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Order Jersey Mike subs in the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. Chandler Honeycutt with a nice ad read there. Shirley Rhodes saving her voice after a big softball weekend where she came back red as a lobster <laughs> and could not speak. Limping and unable to speak. What in the hell happened down there? She's got a like a bad mark on her right leg. It's not bad. I've had I, worse. I walked in and saw the back of her neck. Remember, Shirley? <laughs> that was the first thing I saw said you like a lobster don't you just love how all your co-workers on monday come in and say man you look terrible today uh well uh i the temperature change from being what 47 48 degrees when i left friday morning to go down to tampa and it was almost 80 degrees when i landed and uh it did something to my sinuses i wound up getting an upper respiratory infection and then had to play 12 games in two days yeah garrett you baseball guys you think you work hard nobody works harder than traveling softball players oh, yeah i bet <laughs> 12 yeah. games 12 games. garrett would make like eight appearances in those 12 games out of the bullpen <laughs> uh but when shirley's voice is better we'll get a softball shirley update on uh how the weekend went down in tampa right sunny tampa crap. yeah the right. gasparilla softball classic awesome stuff all right uh garrett sailor joining us here inside the pirate radio studios if you have a question for garrett you can pass that along we'll get to some of those um but a big week coming up garrett and one of the questions we got uh involved uh turf field which you'll see coming up on tuesday uh when the pirates take on campbell and it was just regarding and you know maybe this is more for the fielders hitters i don't know but maybe pitchers too uh what are the differences when you're playing on a uh, pitching on a turf field as opposed to natural well uh campbell's campbell's mound's actually dirt so that's not going to be a problem for me um but for the infielders i mean turf is a lot different than dirt you 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 can get bad hops from dirt uh there's not going to be much bad hops from turf um but since uh since it's not too hot outside right now it's going to feel pretty good but when it gets 80 90 degrees out there that turf can get hot so (laughs) it gets kind of miserable out there sometimes but um i think our players do a good job with it um bouncing back so are there any mounds that you face that are i don't know different um that felt weird to you that you pitched in yeah uh cincinnati's mound is a turf mound and it goes like straight down so like it feels like you're literally falling when you're pitching um but yeah that that mound is is tough to pitch on um 
I think uh, Tulane's mound was was turf. Um, I, I really don't like pitching on turf because you could slip or something like that. But all right, that question from Jay Pizzle. People will put their real names. I hate saying things like Jay Pizzle. Thank you, Jay Pizzle, nineteen ninety six. Uh, let's see, Irwin. Uh, oh, we'll get to that one in a minute. Atomic Dog. What's up with these names? What happened to John, Jeff, <laughs> Clip, Garrett? Atomic Dog says, when are we going to get a sneak peek of what ce- uh, celebration is going on in the mudroom? So, Garrett, would you like, I mean, what yeah, stays we, in the mudroom? What happens to the mudroom stays in the mudroom? Nah, no, <laughs> we, we actually have a GoPro in there. I don't, I don't know um, if they're going to release the footage of it yet, but uh, we used to do this before we had the traffic cone. Um, so my freshman year we did this but uh, it's like a party room so each home run everybody goes in there and uh, we celebrate with the guy that just hit the home run Um, but yeah since we can't use props anymore on the field we went back to the party room and man a lot of dingers this weekend we talked about wilcoxon hitting a couple Starman jacob starling hit one uh, you had Amac, Jacob Jenkins Cowart, Cam Clunch all going deep. So that uh, that mudroom got a lot of work. The yeah, party yes, room. it did. Awesome stuff. Uh, Kellen, this is a good question. I mean, it's kind of a case of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But we're always evolving. Uh, so if you had to replace hot dogs with another food as the quintessential baseball food, what would you pick? Oh, I would say hamburger, but I feel like that's too obvious. Yeah, um, probably go. Uh, like a nacho cheese fries okay i'm down with that um you didn't ask me kellen but i'll i'll go cheesesteak why hot dog why not throw out a ball game cheesesteak yeah i like that too yeah let's do it all right al says if you could face one major league hitter who would it be true i don't know i'd like to face none of them um like you can go two ways with this one you could say the worst major league hitter maybe get a strikeout or like who would be the coolest uh current player to face probably probably mike trout would probably be the coolest um just he's he's an icon for uh mlb so facing him would be actually would actually be pretty cool and garrett i'm sure you're aware the uh the mike trout committed to ecu Mm -hmm. before being drafted yes i did we like to kind of claim him even though uh, he never stepped foot here (laughs) yeah that would have been pretty awesome um and then we get to the animal question people are obsessed with asking questions about animals um erwin says what animal does cliff remind you of and why that's tough, that's tough. <laughs> you don't want to say the wrong I, thing I think here i'm just gonna go with my original answer and pick the gorilla the gorilla mm-hmm. just, got that gorilla yeah he's, yeah he's got that stature of a gorilla <laughs> all right there you go uh good job garrett getting through those questions um we can't do the um by the way guys did you see redbeard sent this to me we can't do the chicken or gorilla fight question anymore because redbeard sent me a story i didn't read the story i saw the headline a man was killed by a chicken so Hmm. we're gonna have to table that uh shelve that fourth graders did we ask him that question (laughs) i don't know did we ask you how many fourth graders you could beat up I think you asked Josh Gross that question. All right. Well, how many could you beat up 20, at one time? 20. Start maybe. the bidding at 20. Yeah, 20, maybe. All right. After that, it could get a little hairy. I hope I, hope I never have to do that. But. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're in a situation <laughs> yeah. where you don't have to physically assault fourth yeah, graders. Yeah, that'd, t- that'd be very bad. These are all hypotheticals, folks. Yeah. All hypotheticals that I did not create. People are asking me to ask them, and as a good journalist, I am uh, passing those along. 
Um, KC wants to bring back the ribeye sandwich at the ECU concessions. What happened? Bring it back. What are we waiting for? Um, Kaz says, a very good weekend for Pirate Baseball, a very bad weekend for Texas Baseball. I don't know what Texas did. Do you? No. (laughs) Do you follow what anybody else is doing around the country outside of ECU Baseball? Uh, Future opponents? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, after games, we go home and watch watch other baseball games i know tennessee lost their first two games oh texas was in that um that tournament at globe life field with those teams they lost to arkansas missouri vandy that's a heck of a tournament i'd like to see ecu there one day yeah and that uh that showdown keith leclerc classic coming up in a few weeks always a good time to see uh other teams coming in and playing ecu gary do you have a preference on playing three different teams on three different days during a weekend or do you like the three game series i like playing um three different teams i know that one year uh, i think it was covid we played app for just a weekend series but yeah i do like playing three different teams it gives us a, a different look yeah uh john says i'm here clip all right john cool <laughs> thanks for being here would you like to add to the show please do feel free ask a question to garrett or chandler or somebody all right, Garrett, uh, Campbell coming up on a Tuesday. This is a tradition. Uh, we play Campbell on the road the first midweek uh, just about every season, it seems yeah. like. And uh, you guys have seem to have their number over the years, but they are uh, a very good team year in, year out. Some really good pitching. Cliff Gawin uh, says this year I think you're going to avoid their number one guy. Uh, which uh, the team faced last year, but still some good arms, and uh, you know what they bring every yeah. year. Campbell is, uh, they're really good, uh, and they're not talked about enough just because they're in that lower conference that they are, but um, you've got top top draft picks in uh, coming out of Campbell, um, and they're going to give us everything they got, um, and that usually happens every year. Um, but they're, they're a really good opponent, and looking forward to playing them. Uh, and then North Carolina, and that is always fun for the fans. Uh, should be fun for you guys as well, playing in-state rival. And Cliff said he likes it because it gives you the chance and some of these new guys on the team to play in a regional atmosphere. Yes. Like Those are going to be big-time games, big-time uh, fan support. And, you know, some people might get nervous uh, from that, Garrett. I'm assuming as a veteran, that gets your juices going. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's really exciting for us to play against uh, – that caliber of a team um definitely an in-state rival as well so i'm looking forward to seeing all the fans out there uh next friday and last year you played two there one here we were talking about it uh last week that that north carolina win on sunday at home last year kind of got the ball rolling for you guys slow start to the season got swept lost a couple to north carolina but then that win, I think it was a shutout win. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, here's the team. Here, mm-hmm. the, did, I mean, do you remember that? Did it feel that way at all to you guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that game was it was freezing cold that night. Um, Spivey went off that that night. But yeah, I, I remember those first two games really well against them. That first game, I didn't pitch too well in that one. But uh, yeah, I mean, we still got off to a slow start. We weren't the team that we should have been uh, at that point, and then. I feel like right in the middle of the year is when we kind of just took off. And we mentioned it, but, man, uh, awesome crowds this weekend. And uh, for folks to come back out on Saturday for the doubleheader, that was great. And I was uh, 
I was saying to the people in the press box yesterday that the Sunday, I would like to compare yesterday's crowd to other Sunday weekend opening crowds because that was a big one yesterday. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, I felt like there was a ton of people in the jungle. Yeah. Like, rows deep. Um, but, yeah, it was it was honestly really cool. Um, I'm glad the weather was, was better this weekend than years past. Years past, it's been miserable cold out there. Um, but, yeah, it was good to see the fans back out there. And uh, did you see Deontay Johnson's video? I did. I did. Um, Camp Clanch reposted it on his uh, his Instagram, and I went and watched it. I thought that was that was pretty cool. For those that haven't seen it, uh, ECU defensive tackle Deontay Johnson was out in right field with the uh, the student jungle crowd, and was telling the right fielder for george washington that his buddy cam clonch was about to go yard and sure enough he did mm-hmm. and then he just kept saying i told you so i told you <laughs> and was hollering out his man cam as he was rounding the bases but that's always cool keaton mitchell became the biggest ecu baseball fan during the uh the regional uh super run last year so uh, that's always fun to see yeah yeah it is um it, it's it, yeah it is really fun to see other other athletes of at ecu supporting us because uh we support them awesome stuff well garrett uh your schedule this week you said you're ready to go if needed on mm-hmm. tuesday and uh certainly going to be the case for this weekend as well so after the game tuesday uh what are wednesday and thursday like uh for ecu before that friday mm-hmm. game i think wednesday will be kind of just like a run through day it won't be a a big practice if we practice at all but then thursday will be a a heavier lighter kind of heavier practice um getting ready for the weekend and as far as like scouting goes what what will you be looking at as far as campbell for tuesday and then north carolina this weekend when do you start looking at that stuff and what kind of information is coach knight and the guys uh presenting you with yeah coach coach knight does a really good job of uh telling us like what what the hitters approaches are but he'll he'll have that we'll have that meeting with him uh um like right before the game mm-hmm. starts so going over their hitters going over the game plan and then this coming up weekend we'll we'll go over that um on friday before the game as well good stuff garrett thanks for joining us man we'll uh, be talking to you in a couple of weeks here on the delcor players lounge and uh folks keep an eye out for uh maybe seeing some of garrett sailor's acting chops oh, here geez. soon yeah, <laughs> yeah just out. a little tease there keep an eye out for that garrett thanks for joining us man sir thank you all right we'll take a break uh more to go on the delcor players lounge got carter spivey coming up at around four o'clock and then at five o'clock it'll be josh grows on the delcor players lounge called delcor today if you need help with your HVAC and plumbing needs 321-8868 or visit delcorinc.com Take a time out, come back, more to go Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006. University PC Care are the lo- local tech support experts for any business needs. 
Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. Alrighty, welcome back to the show. Great to catch up with Garrett Saylor coming off a nice first weekend for Garrett, a scoreless appearance. Just one appearance. Uh, but says he's ready to go if needed on Tuesday, and certainly we'll see him at some point in the North Carolina series. East Carolina starting out three and oh on the year, uh, the opposite of their 0 and three start against Bryant uh last season but uh man it was great to be back out there at clark leclerc stadium we'll recap the weekend now on our ecu baseball recap brought to you by ecu grab brandon manning with farm bureau insurance you can give him a call 531-1812 we'll check in with brandon later this week and uh talk some pirate baseball with him uh brandon's clients have his cell phone number he is available before or after business hours you can call him today 531-1812 to schedule a review and get a free quote started out a little rocky uh on friday night chandler were you out there ready for some pirate baseball i was um i was out there i was planning on going out there friday and of course as soon as i was getting my media pass out of my car I heard Scooter, who was on the call, say that they were coming back from break and said the game was going to be postponed to Saturday. So, yes, I was out there all day for both games on Saturday, and then I was out there yesterday um, on Sunday for the uh, game winning and clinching the series sweep. So, yeah, I was out there, enjoyed it, and great to have ECU baseball back. No doubt. And uh, Friday, so the rain had stopped. I remember we walked outside and saw that really dark really cloud. Really bad cloud. And I was like, huh, I just looked at my phone and it said uh, we're going to be pretty clear here the rest of the way to play some baseball. Well, that was not the case. Uh, right. The bottom fell out. So we'll talk to Carter Spivey uh, about that and the whole getting hot thing and, uh, and you know, what that meant for him. And he's not going to want to use excuses. But uh, even Cliff Gowan said earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show, that's certainly – uh maybe a reason for the lack of performance for his first start on saturday in game one but uh brighter days ahead for him for the aac pitcher of the year last year and uh, we'll talk to carter spivey coming up in about 20 minutes but game one and game two pirates got behind uh but no panic when you have the offense they have four to nothing in the first game two to nothing in the second game and in both games uh, even though even though you were down, you had a you know a really good feeling that this lineup that we have found out over the weekend can basically hit one through nine, and uh, just like that, we had tied the game up at four. Uh, same thing in that in game two. You next thing you know, you're taking the lead three to two, uh, and then ever since then, it was dominating fashion. It was forty three to thirteen, Pirates over the over the Colonials all weekend long so yeah i mean it, it didn't look good there you were having some you know I, I remember i was having some uh memories of last uh last year's opening weekend with bryant uh and i was like oh no not again but next thing you know pirates are in the lead in a comfor- <coughs> comfortable lead as well and then on sunday they had no problem taking care of george washington yeah bombs away on sunday uh john earlier in the show came up on youtube and said i'm here clip and I didn't know why. Now I know why. He says, you said you wanted more normal names, and I wanted to let you know that I'm here for you. You're right, John. 
John uh, is a little more normal than Jay Pizzle and um, who was the other guy? Atomic Dog. Uh, so, John, thank you for being here in my time of need. Good question by Jack on YouTube. Before I give my answer and sway the opinion of Chandler Honeycutt, I'll ask Chandler, uh, how did you like the new look outfield with the billboard sponsors? I personally liked it. I liked it. <laughs> okay. Anything to add? Or, I, I mean, I, or just, you I think it? it pops out. And I think it makes, the, especially if I, I, I can't wait to see what it looks like on TV because I haven't been able, I mean, I've been able to see some highlights and stuff, but I, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, I mean, it was like last year it was a black wall and every other space was, you know, a spot. It looks like they're filled up with sponsors out there because uh, there is no space for like any, any other, uh, any more advertising. So. But, uh, yeah, I like it. All right. So, in the past, it's been just a uniform color all around the entire outfield wall. And there's something to be said for that. Looks looks sleek. Looks clean. Looks good. But I saw uh, some comments online, and I hope everybody's sitting down because this is going to be shocking. There were negative comments on message boards and social media. about the outfield wall well about everything in general uh-huh. but yes about the signs saying it looked low rent it looked like minor league i do agree it looks like a minor league it park. does i will i will say that but I, is that a bad thing uh first of all from the advertiser standpoint you want your ad to pop yes and you want people and to I see think it, it does and when you have the ad in that business's colors it certainly does stand out more so the advertisers are certainly getting more as far as the look goes i think it looks pretty good i think we'll if you don't like it now give it a few more games maybe you'll get used to it maybe you won't maybe you'll think it looks like uh old granger stadium out there but i was a fan of it and i'll tell you who else liked it mike mullis liked it did he really he did he liked it mully liked it he actually liked something that was shirley that said that that was me that was not me that was me i wasn't gonna say that because (laughs) even at the game uh before i i did the pa for game two i went out to game one and saw the last few innings and um what did mully say oh so zach root uh mully this offseason said uh there was a root roots looking good and uh kept that in mind kept that in mind and root looked awesome and i said uh hey you know everybody has a lucky call every now and then talking to him and malcolm and and mully looked at malcolm and said well there's clip getting a slide in any way he can <laughs> so i am not getting any slides in on mully today we plan to have him on the show tomorrow to talk some baseball he was a fan of the signage jack how did you feel about it you asked the question how did you feel how did you folks feel about the colored signage on the wall at clark leclerc stadium let's uh, get your thoughts on it on facebook youtube and twitter and if you have questions for carter spivey and for josh Groves, you can get those in as well on facebook youtube and twitter uh so a great weekend for pirate baseball the heroes once again justin wilcoxon from behind the plate uh not only what he did offensively showed off his hose as well gunned yes. down a runner at second guy had no chance on a stolen base attempt uh but he goes 714 for the weekend had 10 hits 
in the series two home runs eight rbis nine runs scored and then there was uh, before the hitting fiasco started uh i want to say it was in game one i want to say it was in game one he had back-to-back back-to-back oh yeah yeah where he went yard but it was just fouled down the right field line and i want to say and mully was on that side i went and talked to mully too and mully said that it was basically in the same spot each time and he was so close and you're like man you know he's so close to getting a home run he was robbed of one last year in the opening weekend uh and then he he ends up just going on a tear with 10 hits in in three games unbelievable uh hitting from justin wilcoxon yeah uh phenomenal isn't that at bat where he hit those two foul bombs he hit a measly single to end that at bat i believe so uh but had his home run later in that game and then hit another one uh on sunday uh the star man jacob starling if it wasn't for justin wilcoxon star man would have been the he would have been the star of the weekend he hit 500 yesterday had a double triple single and came to the dish with a chance for the cycle and they hit him with a pitch he was going to do it too he was going to get his cycle he got his home run robbed yesterday yeah the home run that would have completed the cycle was robbed at the in right field that was yesterday wasn't it? yes I get my days mixed up when I'm out there for multiple games. Because even uh, even Cliff Godwin, after yesterday's win, he even said that he was inches away from the cycle. Man, I and, forgot about that. And so, yeah, and what a, a great play by the George Washington right fielder. Uh, and and Cliff also said he said I don't tell my players this much. He said, but in that last at bat, he he told him he said, hey, go get it. Yeah. And he said, hey, go get it. I was wondering if because they pinch ran for him after he got hit by a pitch. Yeah. So I was wondering if he. If Cliff knew, if Jacob knew that he was going for a cycle, sounds like the answer is yes, yes. on that one. Yeah, uh, He did hit a home run on Saturday, had five runs scored to go with his six RBIs, two stolen bases. So uh, Jacob Starling, the star man, uh, a fantasy performance uh, for the ages this weekend. Luke Nowak <laughs> hit 500. Got speed. He's got speed for days. Gosh and when he gets on the base uh he can get around him but he you know we were kind of wondering all right who's going to dh opening weekend he took that crown and uh he ran with it we're going to see a lot more of him this year absolutely there was one there was one uh situation this weekend i want to say it was on the first day and it might have been in game one it could have been in game two but it looked like it was going to be like a routine single and by the time i looked up he was halfway to second and grounding out a a double which I thought, and I forgot about the speed. I remember talking about it in the offseason, how, how fast this guy was. But, man, he's going to be stretching out some what you think would be singles into some doubles, too. And then maybe scoring from first if a ball gets in the gap or down the line. So that's great to have speed like that on your team. ECU has speed across the board. They are the best first to third team on a base hit mm-hmm. that I can recall seeing. Oh, they are so good at doing that. Uh, Cliff tried to get Noick to score, I believe, yesterday yeah. from first. Um, there was a ball hitting the gap, and as soon as... That led to a hoist of colors. Uh, oh, you're talking about something different. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I, it was a base hit to center field, and I remember looking up, and Cliff Godwin, right from the get-go, was telling Noick to go, 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 go. And as, as he was rounding second base, 
and he ended up getting thrown at a, at third. But I think he was just kind of trying to. T- I think we had already scored four or five in that inning, uh, and I think he was just trying to test out the speed of Noah. We also had a uh, fly ball to deep center that Amac hit. That Cliff tried to score a runner on from second. That led to like hours of arguments on hoist the colors yesterday. That's it. That's what you're thinking. That's of? that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, it was a routine fly ball to center field, which was deep enough for uh, Novak or Novak to uh, score from second. But I guess uh, you know why not? Because like I said earlier, I believe we had scored four or five runs in that inning. So uh, other home runs this weekend: Alec Makarevich, Jacob Jenkins, Coward, Cam Clanch, Riley Johnson. Riley Johnson. I left him off the list. Riley Thank Johnson, you, Chan man. Yes, sir. And uh, welcome back to him. Great to see him. Uh, who missed last season with injury. Cam Clunch, the Pirates have one of the best problems to have at first base that I can recall with Josh Moylan, Cam Clunch, Cam Burgess, um, who is a, a big freshman who we're going to see a lot of. And uh, speaking of freshmen, a freshman, good to see Conley's own Dixon Williams. Yep. And his two first at two. bat. First Got at bat, he gets a double. Yep. And uh, was two for two over the, uh, the weekend. Uh, oh, from the pitching side, the newcomer we're excited about, the uh, the performance we uh, really like to see was Zach Root, three and two-thirds, two hits, no runs, five strikeouts. Wow. I remember sitting there watching this guy warm up, noticed that I didn't recognize the name, and then as soon as Mully started talk, talking to me about him, I do remember talking about him in the offseason and uh, in the coming weeks since we've been uh, getting prepared for ecu baseball but mully mully told me he said this is my guy i really like this guy he's got a my guy. he's got an old school feel to him uh even in his wind up he said maybe a problem he could have is maybe he might tip his pitches with the separation that he has before uh delivering the baseball but yeah what a great outing from sack root and he's going to be a a big help in mid-game situations for ecu so it's one pirate fan uh said it reminded me of Dontrell Willis a little bit the uh I don't know the wind up the mm-hmm. theatrics and all that uh so yeah that was great to see this weekend as well East Carolina back on the road or on the road for the first time coming up against Campbell on Tuesday and I know they have a pitch clock this year but that's not going to be a problem with Zach Root because next time you watch him pitch Mully was telling me about it he said watch him look how fast he is he's ready to go as soon as he gets the ball back from the catcher, whoever that catcher might, might be. Uh, but as soon as he gets the ball back, he's ready He's ready to go and pitch the next pitch. So uh, it's going to be a pace of play type of deal for opposing batters. And one thing I noticed being out there, I'm sure you fans did as well, and maybe it is the threat of the added emphasis on the pitch clock, but, man, the pace has really picked up. They are flying out there. I heard – I think I heard Cliff uh, at third hollering, let him get in the box uh, to the ump one time because these pitchers are ready to go on both sides. And I had to adjust, you know, when I announced the batters because things are moving so fast. So I don't, hopefully it leads to shorter games. It definitely leads to more action uh, on the field. And that is a really good thing. Yeah. I noticed over the weekend that as soon as a base hit or maybe a walk uh, happened in the game, there was no time yeah. they, they were not wasting any time they had the next batter's graphic on the scoreboard and i was like they're going they're kind of going a little fast i feel like but it's like you just said they have to because as soon as the, i mean they're ready to go 
And, I and think that is I, a good thing. And that is a very great thing to speed up the game. And I really do feel like a lot, especially yesterday, I believe that yesterday's game got over in a little over three hours, which is awesome. So uh, we'll see if that is consistent throughout the year. All right. Um, Josh said he likes the signage on the wall. Uh, he says, I got to get my company on the wall. Well, there you go, Josh. Something to strive for. Uh, Jonathan says, I feel sorry for all the we bunt too much complainers. Do we even have any sack bunts this weekend? I know we had some attempts. We had a lot of attempts. Yeah. And you can just about guarantee uh, that Lane Hoover is going to show bunt on the very first pitch yeah. of all his at-bats. Yeah. Robert says, was Clipper a flipper on Sunday or all baseball slash basketball? I was out at Clark LeClaire Stadium on the mic. So I was all baseball uh, until the conclusion of that baseball game. Keeping an eye on ECU basketball in the press box and the Daytona 500. I had my guys, my guy, okay. Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney. And they both got involved in an early wreck, and I was done. I was toast. Ricky Stenhouse, by the way, the winner in overtime at Daytona. I will be doing uh, a baseball-basketball doubleheader on Saturday, uh, PA for baseball, and in 213 as fan man on Saturday night for ECU and Houston. Can't wait for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Starting on Friday with ECU versus Carolina in baseball, and then an all-day affair. Hopefully the weather holds up because it, right now it's looking like there might be some rain in the forecast. Well, it'll be nice inside of Menchie's yes. on Saturday night, and East Carolina will welcome in Houston. Did I read this correctly? The number one team in America? Oh, Chandler, I'm going to give you an A for reading today. Thank you. Because you read that correctly. And I believe this will be the first time ever ecu has hosted the number one team in the country it's the first time for everything hmm. <laughs> nothing to add there nope okay there's a first time for everything i'm gonna find um let's see i go on hoist the colors had a picture of all of the ranked opponents ecu's faced over the years they have played number one NC State, <laughs> State, and 1974 lost that game by 17. They played at number one Duke in 1988 and lost 95 to 46. Good gracious! They played number one Duke in 1991 and lost 103 to 75. My gosh! That is the last time ECU has faced the number one team in the country. They will play them again. Uh, coming up on Saturday night as Houston comes to town. East Carolina has had a an awful track record among uh, ranked teams, against ranked teams. They have three wins against ranked teams since... <laughs> since... I mean, I don't even know why I'm wording it this way. Why why say we have three wins uh, against ranked opponents since 1986 when I can say East Carolina has four wins against ranked opponents since 1963? I I mean, this is all time. This is from the ECU stat book. East Carolina has four wins against ranked opponents. Um, Ever. Ever! Ever! I was at two of those games. I would have been at three, but COVID kept me out. 
East Carolina, we all remember it. 1986 beat Northeastern 74 to 70. They were ranked. See that that's that's the problem. You hear the name Northeastern, you have a bias that says, "Well, they can't be any good because they're not named Carolina or Kansas." Come on, Chandler. Sorry. Yeah, let's you know that kind of attitude. That's just, the, that's just the immaturity coming out of <laughs> that me. Was a lot that of, was very immature. Uh, the other ranked opponents, 2002 of February, Pirates beat Marquette. 2002 of December, Pirates beat Marquette. I was at those. And then 2021 against Houston, Pirates beat the number five team in the country, 82-73. to 73. Morgan Aylers and Brian Bailey, the only people there to witness that one. But we can see some history on Saturday night in Minji's. Let's take a break. Come back when we return. We'll talk to Carter Spivey. Kaz asking, did I watch Elimination Chamber? Kaz, that answer would be, absolutely I did. And I was sports entertained. It was a uh, good show. I think I'm back to only watching pay-per-views. That's the way to do it. But that was uh, that was fun on Saturday night after some uh, Pirate Baseball. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Carter Spivey joins us. We roll on. Got a question for Carter or his teammate, Josh Gross, who will join us later in the show. You can chime in on Facebook Live, YouTube, or Twitter, and we'll ask that question. More to go. Delcor Players Lounge. Back with you after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show all right welcome back to the program do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Rock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Hey, Ryan from Wings Over Greenville. Good to see you, pal. <laughs> uh, the XFL returned this weekend. Chandler, I was going to use this as a trivia question Wednesday night at AJ's, but we'll have a guest host Wednesday night. I'll be participating, so I won't be asking okay. the question, so I can go and ask it now. Um, did you see the connection from this former NFL quarterback that started games for the Cowboys to the 2013 NFL receiving yards leader for a touchdown this past weekend. No, I didn't. Can not. you name those players? Is it Ben Danucci's going to be hard. I'll give you Danucci. Danucci? Danucci was the quarterback. Former James Madison quarterback? He threw a uh, touchdown pass to the two- 2013 NFL receiving yards leader. Who was that? Gosh, that was. Uh, he did it for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, it was uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Uh, Uber talented receiver that had his issues. Oh gosh, that's Gordon. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is correct. There you Josh go, Chan Gordon. man. He is the sports guy. 
uh carter spivey we like to quiz each other quite a bit oh, on things like I love that, that. I love keep that. us on our toes be careful for that uh <laughs> it could be coming your way oh, i'm all for it at some point this season uh carter spivey joining us inside the delcor players lounge here on a monday i'm assuming you didn't watch any xfl you had other things uh, going on yeah i was slightly busy this weekend <laughs> yeah. a busy weekend at the ballpark and uh let's go ahead and talk about friday uh where the the friday night start that did not happen due to the downpour out of nowhere and again i mentioned it with uh garrett earlier the old the the get hot phrase was uh, a hot one this weekend so for you carter uh, take us through friday the mental prep for it the the physical prep and and not being able to go you know how how big of a deal was that for you um so I have a pretty uh, detailed and strict routine that I follow um, whenever I'm pitching. And, you know, leading up to the game, I kind of I went through it and, you know, I was ready to go. Mind was ready. Body was ready. Um, and then I get out there for uh, the national anthem and um, it just starts starts pouring. Right. <laughs> and. You know, I actually, I actually kind of thought it was a little funny. It was like, oh, okay, like, cool, good, some, uh, some adversity, good, love that. Yeah. And um, you know, I kind of, at the time, we didn't like, we were still expecting to to play that night, and I'm kind of hanging out in the the pitching indoor, keeping my mind and and body in it. And uh, AK comes and gets me, and he's like, hey, uh, they don't think they're gonna have the field ready till like 9:30. We're just gonna push it back to tomorrow. Is that okay? It's like, yep, that's fine, good, I'll be ready. Um, and then you know, obviously the next day it's the same thing. Um, just just a nice little dress rehearsal Friday night. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah, and you know, then you got the the online coaches, and I'm, I'm a microphone coach. I'm not picking on anybody. I like to give my thoughts on things. But I saw a lot of people say, "All right, you're, you're after all that build up, you're not you don't want to start Carter on on Saturday. Just just let him rest. Da da da. You know, was there any thought of that? Did you? Mm-hmm. Where, did you feel any different physically you know okay so nah, none of that. Man, that like i said my routine is is very strict and you know the whole world could be going to, to hell in a handbasket <laughs> around me and i'm still gonna be mentally ready to go just because that's that's kind of what my routine does for me um just gets me locked in no matter what the circumstances are so you come out uh on saturday and I, i've talked about it with pitchers before like some days you, you got your stuff and you feel it. Some days you don't. Was that an, a, an example of maybe not having your stuff? Like, what, what did you feel on Saturday? Um, it wasn't so much not having my stuff as much as just a little lack of execution, um, especially there in that, in that third inning. There was a – I think it was first and third uh, with one out, and then I, I walked a guy there. And I think if I just execute one more – one or two more pitches in that situation, maybe get a – ground ball double playing out of the inning without giving up a run but that's just that one that kind of like swing at bat you know if it goes for you mm-hmm. it can save the inning if it goes against you it's a big momentum swing and just didn't execute enough pitches and they made me pay for it and uh baseball game of luck at times too you get some dribblers and kind of well, unlucky things that happen that's part of it man. yeah you got to overcome it. Yep, that's right. Uh, Garrett Saylor joined us earlier. Asked him what he remembered about that five nothing win over North Carolina last year, and uh, you'll see the Tarios again this year. But he uh, he brought up you and and your line in that one, four and a third, two hits, seven strikeouts. So uh, going to see the Tar Heels again coming up this weekend, and uh, I know you're excited to get back out there on the mound on Friday. Absolutely, looking forward to it. But we uh, 
we got a big game tomorrow uh, against Campbell. They're a good team. They're going to be ready to play and can't take them lightly because they always give us a good game every year. I was going to get to that. I was going to. I know the next game. I know that one day. I just got to make sure we're not we're not looking too far. Ahead. Look, Carter, we got to finish this segment before we think about Campbell tomorrow. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> segment by segment. Um, but yeah, Campbell is coming up tomorrow, and that has become a staple in this schedule mm-hmm. for ECU uh, playing in Bowie's Creek. And uh, you're not going to be on the mound tomorrow night, but I was asked earlier by a, uh, a viewer the differences on playing on, pitching on a, a turf field versus a grass. And uh, Garrett said, I guess the Campbell uh, mound is a, a regular dirt yeah, mound, right? A dirt mound, he said Cincinnati was. Cincinnati is a turf mound. Tulane's yeah. a turf mound. Um, I think Elon's a turf mound now, but it is it is a little different just because you know we're so used to pitching off like a regular dirt mound but um we actually do have a turf mound in our bullpen that we can use like um you know for throwing bullpens or whatever you get kind of used to it yeah but um the only the only different thing about campbell's mound is that it's you feel like a like you're on top of a mountain <laughs> it's it's pretty high up there but um but yeah no it's really really no difference once you get used to it one thing i noticed and and i liked uh this weekend it felt like the pace was mm-hmm. at a fever pitch man and yeah. uh and I'll talk to the batters next week about how they feel about it. I swear I heard Cliff one time at third base uh, coaching say, hey, let them, let them get in the box. You know, you guys, uh, all you pitchers were flying this weekend, and, and I like that. How about you as a pitcher? Do you like to get up oh, there Oh, yeah, I, I do, and I know the defense likes it too. They're not just standing around. Yeah. Um, Did you, you know. notice it this weekend, though? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, it's, uh, it's pretty noticeable. I think the watches are a big help. And then also, uh, you know, I think I mentioned it, last time i was on the air ak does a really good job of uh kind of instilling uh in us that you know we got to push the pace and keep the tempo going and we work on that in bullpens and in practice just making sure that you know getting our sign getting on the mound and going so that way there's not a lot of uh you know dead time in between pitches yeah i mean as a viewer uh i I really enjoyed it and uh if you have not seen a college baseball game yet uh, this year, and you <laughs> go check one out, it's gonna be, it's a lot different than it was last year. I feel like we'll Absolutely. see if that continues. There's there's guy there was uh, I saw on Twitter um, some tournament or something this weekend. Um, they were like calling guys out or whatever for taking too much time between pitches. Man. Or yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's really uh, focusing on that that pace of play. Yeah, talking to Carter Spivey here on a Monday edition of pirate radio live inside the delcor players lounge a pitcher's best friend is run support and uh carter you guys got quite a bit of it this weekend yeah i think 43 to be exact which is i think in my my time here i think that's the most most runs in a in a three-game series i think they've ever scored which i love it i'm all for it you know and um it's a credit to those guys had a great offensive approach this weekend and they executed it and uh, i think you can see we have a pretty talented uh line up pretty talented team all together and um you know play like that pretty pretty fun to watch this is a beggars can't be choosers scenario but like a 35 minute um half inning where you get seven runs like you want to stay hot stay loose and everything but you'll you'll will you trade that for seven runs on the board absolutely (laughs) okay any any day of the week (laughs) all right you'll take that uh garrett did not seem surprised that justin wilcoxon had 10 hits this weekend he was outrageous. Uh, is that something you've been seeing leading up to this season? Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a really hard worker. Um, really great, great person, too. 
Um, and that, I mean, that guy just works his tail off and you watch his BP and in the scrimmages, he just looks like a professional hitter up there. He's got an approach and he sticks with it, doesn't change it. And he knows his strengths really well. And he goes out there and executes. Uh, Jacob Starling, my pick to click in 2023, he would be the star of the weekend, if not for Wilcox. And sure. Cliff said on the Brian Bailey show that he didn't have the best, uh, you know, off season fall. He said that uh kobe bortles really worked with him and and whatever he he did is working right now uh because starling looked like the cleanup hitter that cliff and the team wanted him to be absolutely it kind of looks like a little connor norby out there <laughs> yeah little norbs uh, he's uh hitting the ball with power to opposite field which is really good I and mean, i think i was talking with ak in the dugout too but just in the box he just looks professional looks under control he owns it he knows what he's looking for and then when he gets the pitch he puts a good swing on it yeah and and carter you've seen this probably against some opponents but man like one through nine there is not an easy out no nope. in that pirate line no, and i love it yeah I love it. <laughs> it's tough let's uh let's take a break we'll come back we'll have more with the pirate pitcher carter spivey we'll ask the uh twitter questions and if you'd like to get one in you can do so on facebook live and on youtube johnny has a barbecue question for carter that we will pass along here in a moment that and more on the way as we continue delcor players lounge on pirate radio live back with you after this t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, Shirley Rhodes playing injured today. We appreciate your uh, effort, as always, Shirley. Shirley just played in 12 softball games this weekend, Carter. 12? 12. 12. That's impressive. And that is eight, impressive. eight of them. I don't think I can handle the facts. Eight of them were back to back with no breaks yesterday. <laughs> eight, eight double dips or four double headers, I guess, right? Uh, it's something like that, yeah. Back to back. So, uh, wow. Shirley Rhodes, an absolute warrior. Um, yeah, sounds like that's impressive. <laughs> Maybe you should go over some of your pregame routines with her. And no, I think she needs to teach me her ways. <laughs> well, look, I listen to her and look at her. She looks like a lobster and can't hardly talk. So. I can't talk. I can't move. I've got a nice little strawberry on my leg. I'm yeah. good. Looking like a ball player. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Carter Spivey joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday. If you have heating, cooling, plumbing needs, uh, they can help you out. Call 321 8868 or visit delcorinc.com. Uh, why get it done when you can get it done right? Uh, so Delcor will help you out with all that. And awesome to have Carter Spivey, uh, Garrett Saylor, and later today we'll talk to Josh Gross, who had a pretty solid outing on Sunday. And Carter, you want to go out there and throw seven, eight, nine innings and give up two or three hits and get a win. But 
it is nice to know that if something does happen you got garrett behind you you got a youngster named zach root behind you you got guys that'll pick you up and you did that countless times for starters uh in your career especially last year so uh you uh you know what that's all about yeah and i love it it uh makes my life and uh you know trey and uh grows his lives a lot easier knowing we got really good bullpen behind us so we don't have to be perfect and then on top of that really good defense and also a really good uh lineup at the plate yeah saw a few uh double plays over the weekend some good solid pirate defense and mm-hmm. looking forward to more of that all right we got uh we got some twitter questions and some facebook and youtube questions right. so we'll get to those real on. quick uh carter let me get to that uh i don't know if this is like personal from where you're from okay. but it was from uh let's see johnny he said hammer down barbecue or carolina barbecue Ooh. Th- are those two like businesses yeah, i get yeah there's a hammer down barbecue like right outside my neighborhood so i'm gonna have to go with that hammer I've down had i've had it a couple times yeah it's, it's pretty good all right is that um what kind of barbecue is that <sighs> what, what like the sauce like is it i don't even know the types of sauces to be honest with you right. it, it's you just it's like it's it. like sweet i don't i'm not okay. a big fan of the vinegar based barbecue I okay like the, the sweeter barbecue all right um some people might take offense to that know, but you know, know what you'll get over it <laughs> uh jonathan says question for carter if they made a movie about coach goblin what actor would play coach goblin in a movie oh it's a good question that is a good question actor um that's a that's a, I, got, I got one because he's bald uh dwayne johnson <laughs> yeah you also go bruce willis bruce willis <laughs> is a great call yes i like that shirley you got oh shirley's on the phone um, i would go ed harris do you know who that is i actually don't that is um i love ed harris because he was in the rock he was in um apollo 13 recently westworld which i'm a huge fan of oh yeah but uh and he's got a big ball oh head. Yeah, yeah yeah i've seen yeah he's in the yeah I've, i know yeah, i know him. he's in a lot of stuff he was in the truman show one of my all-time favorite movies um let's see john says what did you think about virginia tech using the hammer this weekend any chance we see the birdhouse i guess basically they were saying all right give us the warning because we're going to come out yeah. here and celebrate i actually did not see that so i i, I don't know but um because i thought I, I didn't realize there was like a warning or whatever i thought you just couldn't do it so i i I did not know yeah you guys will probably just keep it keep it in the back yeah i would assume so we got a a little party room going whenever we hit a home run just keep that going donald says dh in college good or bad dh in college yeah i I do like your fort yeah okay all right you don't want it in bat i I did have i I would love an at bat but i just i mean it's pretty much a free out i think (laughs) (laughs) um would you rather I think I know the answer, so, but would you rather throw a no-hitter or be in an extra innings game or they're out of players, you come up and hit a walk-off home run? What would you rather do? I would rather throw a no-hitter. I figured. Yeah. Would you rather throw a one-hit shutout or hit a walk-off home run? One-hit shutout. All right. How do I get to that walk-off home run? Ask uh, the hitters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's uh, he's throwing the shutout in the no-nos. Fair enough. Let's see. Uh, if you had to replace hot dogs with another food as the quintessential baseball food, what would you pick? Hot dogs, look, classic food, but yeah, like, is, yeah. you know, things change. Maybe we mix it up. I feel like there's 
two options here. You could just go for like a regular burger or maybe some nachos. One of the okay. two. Fair enough. I think I would lean burger, but I think you'd go either, either or there. All right. What do you like on your burger? Uh, you know, it actually depends on the mood. Sometimes I'm just ketchup and mustard, and other times I'm barbecue sauce, bacon, and some grilled onions. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about a fried egg on a burger? Uh, I'm against Or any it. kind of egg. Nope. You're not an eggs guy? I Actually, I love scrambled eggs. Okay. But All right, fair enough. For breakfast, that's about it. Um, an Atomic Dog, uh, we asked this to Garrett. He said there was uh, maybe a GoPro in that mud room, in the celebration room. There it- is i don't know that they're going to release it that's for your eyes only i guess yeah okay all right well maybe one day we'll know what happens in that room sometimes <laughs> it's best just to kind of let our minds yeah, wander. let your imagination run wild <laughs> exactly uh al says if you could face one major league hitter who would it be talking past or present let's do both okay in the past whew, gotta be barry bonds Jeez. um and then present i'm gonna go i'm gonna go mike trout all right It'd be cool. Obviously, you want to strike out both of those guys. Yep. But Bonds hitting one into the bay off of you would still be kind of cool, right? I mean, yeah. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> no, you think you can get him? <laughs> I'm going to believe in myself. I'll take my chances. All right. You can you can strike. He, look, he didn't hit a home run every time. That's bat. right. Yeah. You can get him out. Um, I asked the pros and cons about the, the grass versus turf. I guess, am I going to assume you prefer a natural mound? I or? do um but like i said there's not not too much difference between the two but yeah i definitely prefer to do a traditional field all right and for whatever reason our listeners love animal questions what animal does cliff godwin remind you of and why oh goodness that's another tough one stay out of trouble here but um i'm gonna go with uh i guess a bulldog because he has like a bulldog mentality that's a good as as a coach yeah and um i think it kind of Feed, or that feeds into the players too just going out there being tough and getting after it you know? great answer uh chad says here we go again is a hot dog a sandwich got into this pretty big with isaiah winstead these are, these are good questions today yeah um i'm gonna say no for a hot dog and yes for a burger yeah i agree yeah. Uh, burgers got right. bun on top bun on bottom yep. yeah i'm with you uh mayo or miracle whip i would say neither <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough uh carter spivey joining us carter uh what is the so you had to throw on saturday rather than friday so mm-hmm. what have sunday and monday been like for you kind of recovering and uh and what have you been doing uh so yesterday was just an off day got a got a lift in and got some some treatment from our athletic trainer womack um and then today did some light throwing uh lift and a little bit more treatment and then going into the rest of the week just kind of basing it off how my my arm's feeling and get off the mound either uh tomorrow or wednesday as far as lifting goes the weight room what uh exercises are important for a pitcher for you what do you focus on in there uh it's it depends or uh, it depends on if you're in season or out of season in season you're doing a lot more explosive stuff trying to move stuff quickly um, I'm a big fan of deadlifting. That's my my fa- uh, favorite lift, um, and then also speed bench, uh, speed squat or power squat, just and jumping a lot of jumping, just trying to move stuff fast. All right, good stuff. Uh, speaking of pirate baseball, uh, we've got something cool here for you at Pirate Radio that uh, you can be a part of. Coming up, 
this Friday, 11 a.m. at UBE. While supplies last, you give a $10 donation, and you can get one of these sweet Jungle Nation t-shirts with the 23. It's got the logo and the circle up front. Um, these will, for the $10 donation, uh, we'll send that to Mustache March for the fight against ALS. You can get purple or gray, a Jungle Nation t-shirt, all sizes available. It is first come, first serve uh, this Friday, 11 a.m., ahead of the North Carolina series. So you can uh, pick up your shirt, $10 donation, while supplies last, and rock it this weekend at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And, Carter, there was a lot of fans to see you guys play baseball this weekend. It was awesome to see. Yeah, it was. It was a great environment. Like 13,000-something fans, which, I mean, that's that's awesome. Love Pirate Nation and love all the support. And, I mean, just can't, can't say enough about it, really. It was just a great environment this weekend. And uh, you ready for that atmosphere coming up this weekend? Uh, Cliff Godwin said earlier on the Brian Bailey Show he likes putting you guys in a regional-like atmosphere to, to see how you handle it. So. Absolutely. I think it's good not just for – the whole team but especially like the younger guys who haven't been in that kind of environment before and see you know two really good programs going at it and obviously the uh, the jungle will be will be rocking and stadium will be loud and looking forward to, to playing in front of pirate nation all right and uh chad asking can you get both shirts absolutely while supplies last you can uh, get as many shirts as you want so just for a uh, ten dollar donation that goes to mustache for march so uh, that can be yours coming up Friday, uh, beginning at 11 a.m. at UBE while supplies last. Uh, Jansen gets one more question in at the Horn. Uh, he says, Carter, if you could have a meal with any person in history, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, God, these are, really, a, these are really good questions. That's a thinker. Whew. Wow. Hmm. Any person in history, any person dead in or alive. History. You know what? I'm going to go with my childhood idol Derek Jeter okay uh, that's I would love to have a meal with him he's my favorite player growing up I was not a Jeter fan because I was a Braves fan and the Yankees beat yeah. the Braves twice in the World <laughs> Series but uh I did did you watch the Derek Jeter 30 for 30 series the, uh, yep. yeah yeah yep, I did I enjoyed it I it really gave did. me an appreciation for him that I honestly didn't have while he was yep. a player so he was a winner for sure he was and he that's what he cared about and he won a lot of dang games yep. um Robert one more if you were a fan would you sit in the stadium or the jungle definitely the jungle love the atmosphere out there um nothing against the stands because you know I've, uh, all the uh, the whole stadium is really cool, but definitely want to be out there in the jungle and right. and uh, just experiencing that atmosphere as a as a fan. A lot of fun out there. Yep. James said, "Shout out to the ECU club baseball team. They took the series versus UNC this weekend. Let's go. Had uh, Shea Ward and I want to say Ty, the brother of Cam Colmore, Ty Colmore, uh, I believe yeah, is yeah, his yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, joined uh-huh. us on the Ty show." A few weeks ago, so uh, awesome. a lot that. of great baseball yeah, going on at ECU that. across the board. That's Greenville for you. Yes, sir. Carter, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Good luck this weekend, and we'll chat Thank with you. you again in a couple weeks. Yep, thanks for having me. Great stuff. Carter Spivey joining us here on the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll take a break, come back. Brian Bailey joins us when we return, and coming up in about 30 minutes, we'll talk to Josh Gross. All that on the way on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857 today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. All right, Chandler, the ECU softball team remains undefeated against teams that are not named Virginia Tech. Pirates now 8-2 on the year after a 5-0 weekend uh, that included um, a blowout victory at Coastal Carolina to wrap it up at the Battle of the Beach 11-3 on Sunday. So what a start to the season. 8-2, their only loss is coming to number 11, Virginia Tech, and they uh, lost a couple to the Hokies. They'll finally be home coming up this weekend uh, at 3 o'clock versus St. Francis, also Bucknell, and Radford a part of the Pirate Clash. They got Monmouth, Maryland, St. Joe's coming in the week after that. They've got UMass, Norfolk State um, coming in the week after that. And then uh, Notre Dame comes to town. So a nice homestand coming up for the ECU softball team, an opportunity to get out there and go check them out. Great start to the season, 8-2. and two. Uh, Speaking of honors uh, and, and athletics right now, you had – Justin Wilcoxon, AAC, uh, Player of the Week in Baseball. You had Ezra Osar, the Freshman of the Week in Men's Hoops. And this is just getting old at this point. Amaya Joyner has been named AAC Freshman of the Week for the seventh time. Another honor for Amaya Joyner as ECU women's basketball goes 2-0 and during the week, setting up a huge game Wednesday, 6 o'clock in Menjis against Houston. As a matter of fact, uh, her seventh uh, award for Freshman of the Week is one shy of the record at ECU. Also, they had a battle on Saturday. For the most part of the game, they just both teams kind of struggled to score. And then East Carolina was down by nine points with, I think, just like four minutes to go. I can't remember what the exact timing was. Um, but they were running out of time, and they went on an epic 15-0 run to close out that game. No quarter. No quarter. And uh, they uh, now have a huge matchup but with Houston, who is currently tied for third place, and uh, with, I think, Memphis at 6-4, and four, uh, East Carolina 8-4 and four in the conference. Do I have that right? No, they're ten and four. Memphis and Houston are eight and four. Well, the ECU's played two more games. It's kind right. of a weird scheduling quirk. Yeah, yes, yeah, it is a weird scheduling quirk. But it's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, I, I'll talk to Brian Bailey. <laughs> uh, we're taking a field trip though, Shirley. So you better yes. heal up before Wednesday. Oh, I'll be there whether I'm sick or not. Chandler, so. Shirley, and I will be uh, checking out some ECU women's hoops before uh, sports trivia Wednesday night. Let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line. Talk to Double B, Brian Bailey. Sorry for making you hold Bailey, but man, a lot of good stuff happening with ECU athletics right now. 
I tell you, I've been spending my afternoon trying to write everything down, make sure we get it on the sportscast. Really? uh, That's great. That's great news for everybody. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, got Pirate Baseball coming up on Tuesday, Women's Hoops uh, Wednesday here at home. And uh, this weekend's going to be great, Bailey, with North Carolina in town for baseball. And, of course, that doubleheader uh, on Saturday with Pirate Baseball and Houston Basketball, weather permitting, of course. Uh, But Houston going to roll in here. Number one in the nation will be the first time ECU's ever hosted the number one team in college basketball. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. And, and Houston's come to town before with a lofty ranking and, and left with an L. So that would be that would be fun, now wouldn't it? But nobody was there to witness that one. Except Brian Bailey. <laughs> exactly. I was there. Brian Bailey and Morgan Ayler stormed the court, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> but now... One of the strangest things. Yeah. We talked about it before, but, I mean, they won that game. I, what was Houston ranked? Third? Uh, fifth, I believe. Fifth, yeah. So, so you know, and it's a huge, it's the biggest win of the Joe Julie second era by far, and nobody really, you know, there was no celebration. It was kind of like, okay, you know, it was like next to the YMCA. <laughs> uh, it'll be a little bit different if they can win on Saturday night. I'll put it that way. Uh, the house will come down. So, looking forward to that. How about the weekend that was, Brian? You recapped it with Cliff Godwin earlier on today's program, and. Uh, Cliff said 3-0, and much better than the 0-3 start that they had last year. So I don't know if he was talking about that, thinking about that, but he certainly uh, brought it up on your show today. He remembered how they started last year. And, you know, I remember back to last year, and it was kind of like one of those things that, you know, you knew East Carolina was either going to win two or three or going to sweep Bryant. And then, then you lose that first game. Okay, well, maybe it won't be as easy as we thought, but they'll still, you know, take – two out of three and then it was like well you know they'll take the third game they're not gonna get swept and man they did but uh yeah this was a lot better this was you know and they fell behind the first two games and as i talked to cliff about earlier you know you, you looked at that team that won 20 straight games and what they did in that 20 game winning streak is each time they went out there they figured out a way to win the game and that's kind of what they did the first two games trying to figure out a way Brian Bailey joining us uh we'll get back to that in a moment but Kevin has a question I want to talk to athletics director brian bailey he says uh it's going to be raining all day saturday will we play two on friday against north carolina here at home or try to get unc here early on thursday and play thursday friday at home so ad bailey uh what, what do we do in that scenario you think now what well i think part of the problem is the weather forecast is it a definite done deal if it's gonna rain or right yeah. kind of like like you know we don't know I mean, Friday night was one of the most bizarre nights I've been around. I'm telling you that that wind was shifting that those clouds out, and it was going to be a nice night for baseball. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the man upstairs put it in reverse, and those clouds started coming back, and the wind picked up. And man, it was brutal in, in a you know New York. It was it was really bad, really quickly. Yeah, so uh, we shall see what happens this weekend, but fired up for some baseball. East Carolina at Campbell coming up on Tuesday. North Carolina this weekend, two at home, one in Chapel Hill. And, uh, man, what a weekend it was. Justin Wilcoxon, Jacob Starling, Luke Nowak, uh, just uh, a lot of heroes at the plate. When you score 23 runs in one game, you're going to have a lot of heroes, Bailey. Yeah, and it's kind of one of those things, as, as a guy who's you know, videotaping the game, you get to a certain point, you're like, okay, i got plenty of highlights because you can't put every highlight on the news. So you, you break it down, but then there were a lot there were a lot of fireworks after I broke down yesterday, a lot of home runs after that. But uh, what a performance. And those guys, you know, it's not you're not running up the score in baseball because all those guys go up there and, you know, they want to get their swings in. And, and if they hit it out of the park, you know, it's your job to, 
to shut them down. I, I thought the funniest thing about Cliff's uh, comments today was when I asked about Robbie Wacker because that was really a – Can you ask him about that one more time, Bailey? He really wants to talk about that more, I think. <laughs> he was like – I didn't think it was that great. But anyway, <laughs> but he was kind of having fun with it. And, and I, I think that the fact that the Pirates went on and rolled – George Washington made it feel a lot better, but yeah, that was that was kind of a cool cool deal that Robbie came back, got that home run. Robbie Wacker, uh, the Rose product, and how about Dixon Williams, uh, two for two in his Pirate debut uh, over the weekend, the Conley native. So always great to see uh, some local guys, Bailey, you covered uh, doing it at the college level around here. Yeah, and I tell you that that uh, Pirate baseball team, you know, just the depth that they have. Yeah, it's just hard to keep some of those guys. You know, when you come to East Carolina, you kind of realize when you're a youngster that, that you got to wait for your time. But, you know, while you're waiting, you can still contribute, and that's what Cliff wants, and that's what he's getting so far. And, yeah, they're going to be needed, those guys that are second string right now. It's a long season. There's a lot of games. A lot of things can happen. So uh, depth is a fantastic thing to have. And, I mean, you, you got your Friday night starter who's all ready to go, has to wait till Saturday to pitch. We just talked to Carter Spivey. Um, didn't execute the way he wanted to, and then you bring in Garrett Saylor to stem the tide. He did his job, and then we got this Zach Root kid coming. I, I mean, there are reserves and reinforcements everywhere you need them for this Pirate team. How did Carter say he was feeling? I acted like he was good to go, ready to go. I know sure. Cliff said on the Brian Bailey show that he was uh, a little sore, but uh, Carter, he, he, he's he's ready to roll. Yeah, and that's that's we talked about it on the show, but but it's hard. You know, he, he he says he told Carter, "Look, if you feel at anything at all, we got a long season. We don't want to screw this thing up or anything." So, but it's hard for young young guys to see that Tar Heel. They want to go after him and get that win. I talked to Garrett Saylor about that, and and Bailey, you're gonna have to you're they're gonna have to shut him down. I don't think these guys are gonna say that they can't go, and that. I mean, we see that in football, which makes it so dangerous, which now they've had to kind of change the rules. If you show any sign of it, they'll just take your helmet and say you can't play because all these guys want to play. Uh, you know, that's just their DNA. Yep. The way it is. Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line as we were out at uh, ECU Baseball yesterday, NC State. They were looking like the Globetrotters, throwing alley-oops and doing all kinds of stuff against North Carolina. I don't know if that's the death nail in the Tar Heels uh, tournament hopes, Bailey, but it's certainly uh, it about puts a stamp on NC State's tournament hopes. That was uh, one that State uh, wanted and needed and, and got yesterday in Raleigh. And they look good doing it. They, you know, it's fun to watch Traquavion. We saw him play so much in high school, and he's got a great running mate, Jarkel Joyner. Joyner goes for 29 in that game. That alley-oop looked like some Farmville Central stuff, didn't it, Bailey? Yeah, <laughs> it did. It really did. And they, uh, they just, they, they, they just play well down the stretch. And they've got some, they've got, they've got kind of an awkward team at times because when they go down to Burns, he's so big, and you got to find somebody that you know. And, and I tell you who, and you, you're gonna laugh because it's my favorite team, but. Virginia totally frustrated Burns, but but I haven't seen him frustrated like that at all. You know, of late they just teams can't figure out how to get a body on him, how to get him frustrated. And he just goes inside and you know gets those shots, and then that opens up the outside for you know Joiner and, and Smith to, to hit those shots. And you know, states states going to be something to you know a force to be reckoned with down the line. I think. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, at the ACC tournament. It is certainly wide open and. Now, uh, for ECU hoops, Bailey, coming off a loss, and 
some of that was yeah you're on the road it's tough anyway but man just such a an emotional you know letdown after a, a big come from behind win at home you had um the, the factor of the voice uh, and his his tragic passing and all that you almost felt like there was going to be a letdown yesterday yeah and it's just i've seen it in this team a couple of times sometimes they go out and it seems like their legs are as fresh as they can be and they're flying around like crazy and sometimes they just seem like they're just you know a, a one step slow and just just not you know not with it per se as far as that goes and I think part of that is the youth of this team, how young they are, and trying to get used to the grinds of a season. But, you know, you've seen it. And sometimes they're flying around, you know, getting rebounds and jumping through the air, and sometimes it just seems like they're just a little little off, and that's what it seemed like on Sunday. Pirates back on the road against Tulsa before returning home to play the number one team in the country on Saturday night at 8 o'clock and the Houston Cougars. Bailey, I uh, will throw in some high school basketball playoffs to the WNCT non-sports mix. You got that going on this week. So uh, what teams are you looking forward to seeing here make a postseason run? Well, obviously, you know, the Farmville Central comes right to mind. Green Central pushed them a couple of times. and You know, Blue Edwards has got a really good club down there, and they're going to try to get back to the, you know, get back in there, get another shot at Farmville. Uh, the North Pitt girls, uh, you know they have they they've really played well all year. Have an outstanding player with them. They got the girl that just puts up like forty every night, right? She put up I think she put up fifty or fifty five the other night. It was crazy. She she just scores at will, and when she's hitting all of her, she'll take a shot in a heartbeat. But when she's making a man, I'm telling you, she's she's really 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 an outstanding player. Got the green light out there. We'll be uh, checking that out on WNCT Channel 9. Got the Brian Bailey Show coming up tonight. 6 o'clock right here on Pirate Radio. You can hear BB and Cliff Goblin if you missed it from earlier today. Bailey, thank you uh, for joining us, man. Sounds good. Thank you, man. All right, there is Brian Bailey. Uh, Got the Brian Bailey Show coming up later. You can check that out with Cliff Godwin. Um, Before we take a break, we'll take a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by... The Buck. Presented by The Buck. The Buck. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. My headphones were not on. Okay. I mean, I'll I'll give it to you, but let's, let's get the headphones on. The Buck. (laughs) thank you chandler the chan man chiming in uh with the buck coming up tonight big 12 hoops oklahoma state at west virginia over the weekend louisville won their second acc game they beat clemson so they're now two and 14 in the acc they're 18 point underdogs tonight against the duke blue devils also coming up tonight kansas at tcu that'll be a good one in the big 12 minnesota at illinois in big 10 action so a bit of a light night tonight but uh that kansas tcu should be pretty good coming up nine o'clock on espn uh did you watch the uh all-star festivities at all chandler all right well first of all i was uh picking up food last night okay and i was like oh the all-star game's coming on that's right it's on tonight i just said screw it I didn't know they were going to have the draft the same night. Didn't they usually have the draft like on Friday like or on, something? Like days before? I didn't know they were going to do the whole draft before the game. I'd rather I didn't watch, have time for that. I'd rather watch the draft than the actual game itself. Shirley, can you uh, get that clip that I sent you earlier today? Um, so I didn't watch the All-Star game, um, but Michael Malone coached in it, coach of the Nuggets. Is what he did, the same guy that he wants to be called Michael? 
and not Mike. Yes. You remember that? I ca- yes, which is why I called him Michael. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that, Mike? My name is Michael. My name's Michael. Call me Michael. Um, so from now on, when I call you Chan, I want you to be like... Oh, name's Chandler. Call me Chandler. <laughs> Sorry, Chandler. All right, Charles, uh, can you hit the uh, Michael Malone and get his thoughts on the game last night? The amount of points that your team surrendered, is that going to leave a scar for you? <laughs> It's going to form over the scar that was formed in Charlotte yes. back in 2019. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great players, but that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? I, I don't know if you can fix it. I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving, those guys were like competing. Joel was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in, but um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans, but that that is a tough game to sit through. I'm not gonna lie. Those are Michael Malone's comments on it. The worst basketball game ever played. Said Embiid, Kyrie tried to get some uh, some juice going defensively, but it just wasn't happening. And then a good follow up question: How do you fix it if it needs to be fixed? And uh, he didn't have an answer for it. I don't so know how it could be fixed. I wonder if uh, Adam Silver is going to take a look at that or they just keep going with these, you know, 400-point games that they got going You've on. You've seen drastic changes in the NFL's Pro Bowl. You even saw that this year with it now being a flag event, a flag football event, and it looks like there might be some changes coming up with the, with the NBA All-Star game. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's gotten to where there's literally no defense. you got LeBron James pulling up from almost half court. Um, alley oops everywhere. Um, I mean, I didn't watch it last night, but I mean, it looks like Michael Malone saying uh, it could be one of the worst basketball games to ever be played, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, and again, especially when it's all star. When I was a kid, I loved uh, the dunk contest. I would watch the three point contest. I would watch the all star game. I think it's probably still generated towards a younger audience. I don't know if this is for adults could you do something to make adults watch it could you do something to make adults watch pro bowl weekend festivities or any of these all-star games i don't know i just think it it might be for i think i might have aged out of all that stuff and uh, the dunk contest too which uh coach steve ellis the winner who was the winner of the it was mac mcclung (laughs) when i think of great dunkers i think of mac mcclung mac mcclung uh had some cool dunks but for me like vince carter was the last dunk contest i was into he brought up a vince carter reference which is the it's over yeah it's over and after and i know there's been some great dunk contests and great dunks since then but for me that would have been i was been uh what 18 i guess at the time it was like um you know i'm entering manhood i think i'm done with the dunk contest it's time to put these childish things away and become a man and that was the night i got one my... part of being a man in life is not being able or not stop watching the dunk contest having to force yourself to not stop watching the dunk contest yeah it's just a if sign that's the case i'd never want to be a man well did you watch the dunk contest no i didn't well you're a man <laughs> reluctantly <laughs> you are skating into manhood and you're, you didn't even know it. you're a man congrats man i'm a man that was the I'm first first chest hair i got was that night yeah. of that dunk contest i'm a man i don't watch the dunk contest 
right, let's get a break in. We'll come back. More to go. Uh, Brad, I saw some about this. Brad says the best part of NBA weekend was the Miz draining the half court shot. The Miz, uh, the only person Wes knew that was in the Celebrity All Star game the yep. other day. Knew him. I know the Miz. I know the Miz. Uh, Miz hit a half court shot. All right, cool for the Miz. Not only does he have millions of dollars and an attractive wife and a TV show, and he can also make half court shots. He's got it going on. I didn't watch it because I'm a man, but that's me. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Delcor Players Lounge. Josh Groves joining us after this. Four point one FM, Washington. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-292-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. All right, back with you on the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday. You can... Get all your needs serviced when it comes to HVAC and plumbing. Tap into five decades worth of experience uh, and expertise when you call the service professionals at Delcor, 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. And joining us now, Sunday starter, Josh Groves here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Josh, good to have you. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good. And say that again so people can hear you because I didn't have your mic on. How are you, sir? I'm doing good today good to confirm he's doing good uh getting you a day after a start so how's uh the arm feeling after 77 pitches uh it actually feels really good um it you know the whole off season you 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 go week to week and you try to build the intensity a little more each week so when you get to the season you're not as fatigued um after a long outing like that well a lot of pitches wasn't that long of an outing but uh, I, I feel really good. I usually get more sore the second day, so okay. I'm sure it'll be a little different tomorrow, but today I feel, I feel good. Yeah, and uh, so a lot of pitches, not the length uh, as far as innings go that you wanted, Josh. And we were talking about you gave up two home runs, and, and that was pretty much it, two two-run home runs, and you said those were two of the poorest, uh, if not the only poor pitches you threw. So yeah. walk us through that. What were you trying to execute, and, and what happened? Yeah, I mean, I felt like um, the first three innings for me were good. Um, I think I didn't get You had a no-hitter. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, and so really for me, the the fourth inning, <clears throat> the only two pitches that really hurt me, the ones that I didn't, I didn't execute really besides the hit by the hit pattern in the, in the first inning. Um, the two pitches that hurt me were the two home runs. So the first home run, I had the guy down 0-2 on two straight sliders, and um, the pitch call was extended slider, so it's supposed to be the dirt, and I hung it. <clears throat> and um, in college baseball, that hurts you. <laughs> so, you know, just learning lesson from that. Um, and then the second home run was supposed to be a fastball away from a lefty, and I threw it in right into his barrel. So. 
man dude when you got two strikes on a guy those uh those frustrate you right when you can't kind of finish the deal there yeah for sure and that's something that um has been a point of emphasis for our whole staff um this just just from scrimmaging ourselves in this in the preseason is putting guys away with two strikes because um it's it shouldn't i mean you're you got count leverage so you really should be able to do that easier than when you're you know maybe behind in the count as a pitcher but um yeah you got to be able to put a guy away with two strikes uh three strikeouts for josh Groves in his first start of the season and talked about this with carter he didn't have uh his best outing on saturday but he knows that garrett sailor's behind him now zach root uh mm-hmm. who we were really impressed with this weekend was behind him for you it was danny beal and uh and a host of others who came in to to finish out that win and really um josh you could have thrown nine innings and given up 22 runs and still would have won because your team scored 23 yesterday incredible (laughs) i I don't think i've ever been a part of a a game that scored that many runs it was nuts it was crazy to watch and uh we were talking too uh before we came on about the pace and and as a pitcher you gotta like that man the the games were were flying and there's a lot of action going on because there's not much stoppage uh, and this must be due to the the pitch clock and everything like that. But it seems like teams are really trying to uh, to up that pace. We saw that this weekend. Yeah, and um, even if there was no pitch clock, we talk about all the time as a pitching staff, um, the quicker you can get your defense off their feet and get it back in the dugout is a win. So pushing the pace, the guys behind you love when you got a good tempo, you get off the field. Our goal as a staff is to get under 10 minutes in between innings, mm-hmm. or I guess you know every half inning. Uh, on defense just to get the guys off their feet and give them a little extra time to rest um so we've been trying to push the pace as much as we can even if there was no pitch clock but the pitch clock definitely you know you know makes you push the pace i guess a little more and uh apparently you got caught speeding a couple times <laughs> yesterday what happened with yeah, that yeah i did i uh i guess the the umpire the, the, it was the the uh, field umpire was calling time because he just thought I was going too quick. I guess I guess he didn't think the batter was ready to go when I was on the mound. So I think I, I got called that right before the home run, <clears throat> the first home run, and I think I got called for maybe twice. Okay. Uh, going too fast. But, man, I, I love the pace uh, that everybody was throwing with this weekend, you and uh, George Washington. It seemed like guys were, were in there ready to go. Um, one question. I got a little concerned uh, for you yesterday before the game. Uh, no camo hats. Now, yeah. I, I was told that – uh, they had not all arrived yet. Is that what you understand? Yeah. So there was um, obviously, if you follow ECU baseball, you know, we wear camos if we're going for a sweep. But I guess that uh, there just wasn't enough for everybody that had the new patch, the Parker Bird patch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we just decided we'd rather have everyone wear the same hat than have half the dugout not wearing hats. <laughs> that makes sense. And it uh, didn't matter. I uh, still picked up. Uh, the win on Sunday, but uh, hopefully you'll be wearing camo a lot uh, in your starts this year. That would, that would be the goal for our team. Speaking of uh, Parker, um, how's he doing? What what you know? How big of a role does he have on uh, the team right now? As he is kind of learning uh, how to, first of all, move and get around with that prosthetic. But we've seen him swinging. We've seen him yeah. doing baseball activities. So uh, how's he doing right now? He's great. I mean, if you if you ever get the chance to sit down and talk to him, I mean, he's one of the most driven people one of the most great just positive guys you could probably talk to even given his circumstances so uh you know he's been around the field ever since he's been able to get out of the hospital back in the fall and it's just great seeing him see him have to feel it every day and he's always got a smile on his face and um i mean he's driven to to play next year so that's really special i think a lot of guys are excited to see that 
um, if he gets the opportunity to. But he's a very driven kid, very positive kid, and it's been great just having him at the field. Awesome. Josh Gross joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Pirates sweeping George Washington. So in that uh, 9-5, to 11-3 game, East Carolina uh, actually gave up the lead, uh, had to come back, win those games. Pirates got out in front of George Washington on Sunday. Josh, uh, you know you're the Sunday starter, the Game 3 starter. So what are you doing games 1 and 2? Are you you tracking anything? Or are you just kind of kick back watching it with your <laughs> buddies on the team? Like, What's your role when you're not starting? Um, so no, the, if you're the, you know, like you have the rotation. So usually the Saturday guy and the Sunday guy will be on charts. And so, um, the, usually the guys so like on Friday night, the Saturday starter will be on what we call the pitch chart. And it's basically like a box score sheet. And, um, so you're tracking every single pitch coach nights calls and basically the result of it, like hit single mm-hmm. double, strikeout, whatever. And you're kind of, the goal of it is just to see tendencies, see if you can, you know, read their hitter swings, see if you can pick up, kind of plan out your game plan for the next day. And so the guy f- starting the next game, so like for me on Sunday, on that Friday, I'd be doing the execution chart. So that's like the, basically it has a picture of home plate and you just write down where every single pitch is. Gotcha. Ex- you know, like what count it was in. And just so you're in tune with the game, you kind of get a feel for how Coach Knight's calling pitches against their hitters, what their their strengths and weaknesses on their lineup. And just keeps you kind of locked in that way when you go out to, perform you know you have an idea of what you're going to do out there and by the time you get to sunday you know their personnel pretty well so mm-hmm. uh you you know how to attack them i assume yep you definitely get a good idea of watching them for two straight days and talked about it with uh with garrett and carter they had some uh some pop in the lineup they're a pretty good offensive team they were scrappy yeah they're um they you know they they weren't just up there to be up there at the box like you could tell they had an approach and and they were tough to get out with two strikes um there were a lot of two strike hits for them yesterday and and their coach is a former big league coach. I actually grew up going to a lot of the George Washington baseball camps when okay. I was a kid in middle school. It's kind of where I learned how to pitch. And um, yeah, they're they're not they're not up there just to be there. Like they definitely had an approach, and they were tough to get out. They were scrappy. Uh, Campbell up next uh, on the midweek as you will head uh, to Bowie's Creek for that one. Had a question from a, a listener, and it's doesn't really apply to Campbell as we learned from Garrett Saylor about the. Uh, turf mound and turf field versus Mm -hmm. natural field i guess campbell has a natural mound but Mm -hmm. has the turf around but uh carter and garrett mentioned i think cincinnati tulane some other turf mounds you throw off of so how big of a an adjustment is that for you um it's not that big of an adjustment especially a lot of those teams that have turf mounds their bullpens are turf too so when, when before the series starts and you get there on on thursday of a weekend series you as pitchers, you're supposed to get off the mound and kind of get a feel for it. But I think we're the only team in our conference that's left that has a all-grass field. Hmm. Um, and so we have a turf mound in our bullpen that we will use in the pitching-endorsed turf. So it's it's not that foreign, and there's not really that much of a difference. I'm sure it's a little different for the position players because they got to you know feel ground balls on it and the hops are a little different but as a pitcher it's not that much different and you're getting around that field covering first on some plays making <laughs> plays well i believe it was you yesterday maybe i'm wrong they got your glove on a ball and it ended up being like an infield single and i think you might have said my bad was that you or another pitcher well that was so that that happened to me but i made the play at first like I, I should, I, I went for the balls going to Starling at second. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tipped it, and we're told as pitchers, like if if it's not right at you, don't touch right, it. Right, right, right. Guys are right behind you for a reason. So yeah. I tipped it, 
realized that because I tipped it, Star wasn't going to be able to make the play. Or, I mean, he might have been a bang-bang, but I ran and grabbed it, and it still was a bang-bang play. But then I think it was Jordan Little who, same scenario, hit off his glove, and it was an infield single. Okay, so you made the play, but you did – I did see you be like, all right, yeah, I got to let I that was one like, go. Dude, my bad. That was but that's bad. such an instinct thing. That's, yeah, it, that's that's why it's it's hard because you see a ball near you. Like, yeah. you want to go after it. But then you're also like, the guy behind me is better at that than I am, so – let him do his job so many situations in baseball and you're so focused on you know the batter and making your pitch and executing but all those little things and i'm sure austin knight cliff Gowan, as you working on them uh mm-hmm. throughout the offseason a million times but covering first uh when to go after ball things like that we don't really think about it but yeah. it's got to be in your brain somewhere yeah and that, that's just stuff that kind of comes just for me at least and talking to other guys that have been in college baseball for a while like when you when you kind of get accustomed a to college baseball and you've played it a while, you the game kind of slows down for you a little bit. Yeah. So you can kind of in the moment, in those quick moments, like take a step back and, and calm down and kind of slow it down for you. But, um, yeah, we're definitely – we hammer those details a lot in practice pretty much every week. Talking to Josh Gross inside the Delcor Players Lounge. We'll take a break, come back one more segment with Josh. If you want to throw out a question for the Pirate starter, you can do so. we got a lot of uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube questions to get to, so we'll get to those. And have more for you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, located lo- locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday. Today, we talk to the pitchers, Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey, and joining us now, Josh Gross, next Monday. We'll talk to some of the bats, Josh Moylan, Jacob Jenkins-Cowart, and Lane Hoover. And uh, we'll talk to Josh about some of the hitting heroes from the weekend in a moment. But how about the the things surrounding the baseball, Josh? Kenny says, Josh, what's the impact on the team when you have such a great game day crowd? Had some awesome crowds this weekend. Going to be crazy mm. with North Carolina rolling in. So uh, what's that like for you guys? Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. That's if you ask most of the people that are committed here and players, that's probably the leading factor that gets them committed is because the fan base is unreal. I mean, there's no one that wouldn't want to play in front of a crowd. And our crowd, our 5,000 sounds like 15,000. So it's pretty special. And it just makes game days that much more exciting. And, man, it's not just for postseason or for big oh, in-state yeah. rivalry games. Those crowds this weekend, and, and I'd, I'd love to see the numbers on the Sunday opening crowd uh over the years because i feel like yesterday's was about as big as i can recall yeah, that was an I, awesome it's crowd. the biggest it's been since i've been here and yeah. it's, it's also been the warmest so that might True. have been a factor but and they wanted to see you pitch yeah 
<laughs> the weather was more important than that. Maybe, but. maybe. Um, we had a question too, Josh, about how we felt about the colored signs uh, on the outfield wall now instead of the kind of uniform black and white we've yeah. seen in the past. Uh, we gave our thoughts on it. You have an opinion on it. What do you yeah, think? About I it? think they look sweet. I think that it, it. I mean, I think our stadium's beautiful as it is, but I think it makes it it pop that much more. And um, even the uh, that little tent they put up on the left field side, mm-hmm. they put that big pirate head on the front of it. And I, I don't know. I, I think it it makes the stadium just look that much cooler. Were you able to watch the uh, the ninth inning video uh, with all of us? The new video they put yeah. together when they play what's the, the song? Narco. Narco? Song? Yeah. yeah, I think that video is pretty. Funny. That was cool. Like funny. they've done a lot of good stuff. They, out yeah, there, they've so. they've added a, a bunch of stuff on the scoreboard, like the um oh the go graphics in and like the yeah the graphics the like the I mean like it's not live but you know like the stuff they pre record that, that stuff makes it look really cool too. How'd the uh, PA guy do yesterday? public was, address announcer he was good is all right yeah okay. i mean there's been better but yeah. <laughs> okay fair enough uh, kenny says uh josh you a country or rock and roll guy country all right. country music a lot old country we, you like 90s country uh not really i mean okay. I, don't, I don't dislike it but. that's like the only era era of country i know uh let's see we'll get to some other online questions we got if you like them uh throw them out and we'll uh we'll ask them to josh Let's see. Uh, there was the one about if Cliff Godwin um, was in a movie about his coaching career, who who would uh, play his role in the movie? Spivey came up with Bruce Willis. That was a great answer. I uh, said Dwayne Johnson. Just I'm going David Goggins. What? Who's that now? <laughs> the the Navy SEAL that that runs like hundred mile marathons. Oh, okay. David. Or actually, you know, Jocko Willink. Oh, that guy yeah him <laughs> okay american runner david goggins i see the resemblance <laughs> Do you? no very good though i like it all right um we had another animal question okay uh, what animal does cliff godwin remind you of and why hmm i gotta be careful yep i'm gonna i'm Don't gonna say trouble. cliff godwin is He's like a, uh, like a butterfly. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Like he's, you know, he's he's got a soft side to him. Oh, okay. And then when he's a caterpillar, and then when he becomes a butterfly, he flies away. Wow, what an answer sense. by Josh Gross. <laughs> a butterfly. <laughs> I'm gonna hear about that tomorrow. Yeah, one way or the other. Uh, let's see. If you could face one major league hitter, who would it be? That from Al. Mm. Who's the worst major league hitter? Right now? <laughs> the great question. <laughs> See, I, I the, you could go two ways with this. I, I'd face like 20, 2020 Chris Davis, twenty nineteen, <laughs> the one that struck out yeah. all the time. <laughs> that is a great answer. See, Carter wanted Barry Bonds in his prime. Why? And I'm like, I don't know, it's man. The ERA. Yeah. Uh, Chris Davis, the year he struck out. Uh, let's see, who are some of the Braves that? Um, the second baseman, Marcus Giles, had a terrible year where he uh, struck out all the time. You can face him. Let's see. Uh, Kellen says, if you had to replace hot dogs with another food as the quintessential baseball food, what would you pick? Quintessential baseball food? So, like, now you like go to the park, dogs. and it's like, eh, I'll have a hot dog. Like, let's replace that with something oh, okay. better. Um, what would be the new thing at the ballpark? Like I said, cheesesteaks. Like a oh, ballpark cheesesteak. That'd yeah. be good, right? What's a good, uh, maybe like, um, 
I just thought of another one, but I'm going to let you answer. I mean, I feel like they have like a, like nachos and pretzels. Those are all there. Yeah, but like we need something. Like, new. I, how about this? What about, what about like a like a ribeye? <laughs> okay. That, I mean, that'd be awesome. That'd be pretty good. I mean, I know. You'd have to have like a knife and fork yeah, and stuff. I guess that'd be hard. Ribeye, ribeye sticks. How about this one? Like beef oh, strips. ribeye sticks? Yeah, like strips. Yeah, yeah. Like kebabs. But like type. not like dried jerky, just like they just cut it in half. Yeah. All right. I'm down with that. How about a burrito? It's in the hand. It's yeah, easy. Burritos are good. Yeah. All right. Coming up with new ideas here, folks. Uh, Atomic Dog. We talked about this with Garrett and Carter. So apparently there is a GoPro in the uh, the mud room, the celebration room, but mm. they don't know if that footage is going to be released. Uh, he wants to know what's going on in the uh, the celebration <laughs> room. Are you willing to yeah, I give can, us any I insight? Yeah, I can disclose that. Um, well, I was talking to one of the photographers yesterday, and she said that like we turn we turn the lights off in there so like it's kind of like a little party like disco room mm-hmm. but so in the gopro the light's not on so you can't even see the footage really because it's uh-huh. too dark but maybe we can work on like putting the flash on in there but basically we just turn the lights off and cue up a song and everyone just starts jumping around in there that's know, awesome celebrate a little bit good deal uh jansen says josh if you could pick a player in history to play with who would it be player in history to play with um I think of like the, I I feel like I'd play with like Gronkowski if he played baseball. <laughs> He'd be Where, a fun guy where'd you put in. him at first or DH? I guess. Yeah, I don't even know. I just put him behind the plate with with uh, no gear. He'd just be a catcher. Yeah, just take him off the chest. Yeah, off the face. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good answer. Uh, let's see. Jansen also had the uh, the question for Carter. I'll ask it to you. If you could have a meal with any person in history, dead or alive, who would it be? It's a deep one. There. That is a deep one. Are we solving the world's problems at the meal, or are we just talking about whatever? I guess that's up to you. Mm. So I was thinking, like, if it was a, if I had, if I could choose anybody, they'd have to be famous. I'd just like eat a meal with my granddad. Right. I feel like it'd be someone to catch him up on what's been going on the right, last right. 15, 20 years. Um, how about the person George Washington? I mean, that'd be a good conversation. You could tell him how you beat their baseball team. He'd probably, team. He'd probably uh, have some choice words for <laughs> this day and age. But, yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be a fun dinner. Yeah. Think about that one. We'll get back to you on that one. Uh, it, let's see. If you were a fan, where would you sit? Jungle or stadium? I'd be in the jungle for sure. Yeah, easy. Would you be right field jungle with the students or left field with the veterans? The veterans. Or, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I'd want to experience both i want yeah. to like the student section chirps and then maybe go out there and uh and yell in the megaphone a little bit uh let's see denny hoover has a question okay i met uh the hoovers after the game saturday night great family they are a great family call me clippo the hippo which i appreciate <laughs> I, I heard that <laughs> uh he said, have you had the Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream flavor? I have not. I didn't know they had that out there. Nor have I. He says, before you pitch, do you have to have anything in particular, like a sun drop and zero bar? Those are very specific. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like to uh, get some caffeine in me, so I'll drink like a bang or something before the game, but I'm um, not, not really that particular. What are you snacking on during a game, if anything? Don't you do like... Yeah, we have a bunch of like beef jerky strips in the little snack box, so I'll do those. I'll do the PB&Js, like the Uncrustables. Um, whatever we have 
for like the pregame meal, like if it's Chick Fil A, I'll just grab a bunch of those sandwiches and throw them in my locker. For, <laughs> That's like, a good thing. idea. Yeah, <laughs> I need to do that in the press box. Um, are you a seeds or gum guy or anything? I that? like seeds. We, we we went on a big seeds kick last year, so I'm, I, I haven't I haven't done them this year yet, but I uh, I'm ready for it. I have a bunch in my locker. I just haven't opened them up. I love some seeds. Do you uh, like a flavor, or you just go? Um, I like the Old Bay ones. Um, the sizzling bacon ones are pretty good. The Taco Bell ones are actually pretty good, too. Yeah, things are out of eat kids, man. I didn't know there were these just, flavors existed. What do you have? Just the regular? Yeah, flavor? like they had ranch, I think, back in the day, or barbecue. But yeah. like, I didn't know they had all these great got flavors. got new ones. I got to check that out. Jenny says, Josh is so funny. Thank you, Jenny. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kenny says, Josh, if you didn't play baseball, what sport would you play? Um... like golf would be really fun if i was good at it if are, i, if are I was good like at it? no i'm no. not good at golf at all do you enjoy trying to play <clears throat> yeah i really enjoy trying to play and then like after the eighth hole i'm just ready to, <laughs> to move on yeah i don't know i've lost all my balls it. already so i'm just just i'm just snagging range balls to play the back nine did i hear you're really good at ping pong uh i would consider myself an above average ping pong player i believe that's who the hitter said that when we asked like Somebody asked, who's the best player at a sport other than baseball on the team? And I think people brought up your ping pong skills. They consider that the oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Actually, I mean, hacky sack, I guess, is pretty good. I, I oh, yeah. I a good hacky sack player. So that's back, huh? That was a big thing when I was uh, growing yeah, up. Yeah, that's like the most fun that I think we have in a good way at the field. That's like the highlight of of the bullpen is playing some hacky sack in between innings. Awesome. And where did you, uh, where can you get a hacky sack these days? Uh, Did y'all have to get on like a road trip or something? No, I think Jaden Winter ordered like eight of them online on uh, Amazon. All right. We first got them last year in Clearwater at like a surf Yeah, shop. that's what it was. Uh, yeah, hacky sack. That was, uh, I didn't know that was a thing either. Everything be- turns around and becomes <laughs> popular again. It's a good way to hand-eye foot coordination or whatever. Yeah, it gets the body going pretty good. It's a good warm-up before you do pitch. All right. Uh, good work, Josh. I think that's about it. Um you like uh you a barbecue you a vinegar based barbecue guy or like a um like what do you like on your pulled pork or chicken what kind of sauce i like i like a little bit of both like pulled pork i like the vinegar base and yeah. then like chicken i like the the other the other one like a sweeter yeah yeah kind of thing all right fair enough um let's see any other questions i think that might be it josh you might be out of the hot seat oh okay river time or ocean oh i like the ocean i grew up on the pretty much at the beach so live there right now i love the uh, the ocean okay. yeah, i go to the beach as much as i can uh so beach versus mountains you would choose uh beach, yeah. beach. Uh, the mountains are great too that i just i just love being at the beach would you rather throw a no hitter or it's a extra innings games they're out of hitters they bring you up and you hit a walk-off home run <laughs> what would you rather do wow um, I'd rather hit the walk-off home. Yes, run. that's what I'm talking just about. Just so I can launch that bat as far as I can. <laughs> I actually might just carry it with me around the bases. How long I, would I it take you run. to get around the bases? Uh, would I would take my sweet time. I hit a home run in high school, and um, I uh, I took my helmet off rounding third base. Like I threw it up in the air, like yeah. it was like it was a playoff game, but it was it wasn't a walk off. It was the sixth inning, <laughs> and, but like it was a two run home run to give us a, to give us a lead, and um, the I threw, sixth I inning? threw my helmet off and 
the umpire, the, the other coach was fussing about it, and they called me out because I took my helmet off before oh, I touched home. Dude. So my run didn't count, but the other one did. Dang, that stinks, man. Yeah. Is that is that a rule or was he just being a jerk about uh, it? I didn't I didn't check the rule book, but I don't know. <laughs> Did your coach like go crazy? He was upset. Yeah. I was pretty upset. Man, that's things. That is hilarious though. You're rounding third and you're yeah, throwing I, it the, up. The, the, was everybody at home plate waiting for you? Yeah. Like, so it looked like a walk off. Yeah, but we feeling. had a whole other inning to play. <laughs> but it was and that was the only home run I ever hit in high school. So that kind of blows. Oh man, you got the RBI for it, but not the run. But I not guess. my RBI. Two run home run. <laughs> Dang. All right. So, well, next time. So if you did it, would next you? Time. Uh, <laughs> next time you hit one for this walk off. Next time I hit one, I'm just gonna hold it, my helmet on, rounding all the bases. <laughs> there you go. Josh, good stuff, man. Enjoyed the chat and uh, good luck this week. What's the uh, the rest of your week look like? Uh, gearing up for the series. Uh, next start scheduled to be Sunday. So, yep. what does uh, game day tomorrow? Mm-hmm. What's Wednesday, uh, Thursday look like for you? Um, so today, like I, I played catch. I, I like to play catch the day after a start. Take off the second day because I'm more sore. So I won't throw tomorrow. Um, play catch on Wednesday. Bullpen Thursday, and then. Um, just prepare for for Sunday on Friday and Saturday. Get off the mound probably Saturday for a few pitches just to get a feel for the mound and then get ready to go Sunday. All right, Josh. Uh, love your personality. You're fun to talk to. Thank so you. We'll do it again in two weeks. Sounds good. All right, let's uh, take a break. As we do, Shirley, let's open up the booty bag and make somebody a winner. Booty, 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 booty 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 everywhere all right 317-1250 what are we giving away today how about a 15 dollar gift card to wings over greenville wings over greenville always a good time for some wings over greenville what color are you looking for 15 uh, not 15 i'm sorry 12 <laughs> wow you got excited uh god color 15. 12 15 dollar uh, gift card for fifth color number 15 dollars no, color 12 317-1250 we're back with more pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. Orthopedics, Leagues, and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Brad Woodard, the winner of a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over Greenville has you covered. With no third party needed, Wings Over Greenville has its own in-house delivery service. Be sure to try the all-new tender sandwiches by ordering ahead on the Wings Over mobile app. Open until 3 a.m. on Friday and Saturday, Wings Over has everything to cure those late-night munchies. Give them a call at 758-9464. Wings Over Greenville, they deliver. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff Rock. All righty. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Adele Core Players Lounge Monday. 
great having those guys in garrett sailor carter spivey and josh Groves. all great guys but all different guys and uh josh has a great sense of humor great personality and i uh, enjoyed chopping it up with him on today's show and thank you all for the questions uh that you were able to send in to, uh, that uh, josh was able to answer and we'll continue to do that on mondays coming up next week on the delcor players lounge josh moylan lane hoover and jacob jenkins coward so we'll keep that rolling throughout the pirate baseball season and if they go three and oh every weekend it's going to make for some really fun chats and we found out last year that that's not always the case uh they're going to lose some but even so i uh, really enjoyed our chats win or loss with the players they were able to come and kind of pick up our spirits after uh losses so that's kind of the way it was we uh they have to get over it a lot faster than we do as uh viewers as observers they got to forget about it move on to the next one while we will focus on it and talk about it forever it's kind of the way it rolls uh let's hear more from uh what went down at clark leclerc stadium this weekend shirley and uh, i want to hear from the star man because okay I'm, star I'm a star man, man. guy i'm a jacob starling guy he looked awesome this weekend and uh you ready to go yeah give me just one second i'm just setting it up here set it on up put it on the t all right set here we go it on up all right here's jacob starling from last Jacob, night. what's you've been able to use all field sort of hit so far this year what what kind of work oh, that's weird. Able to do that? uh, uh, and working not with playing off the tubes mortals and uh it yeah, is uh it looks like it's in stereo and my board is only set up for one channel so hey, i know well, that problem yeah all right well we'll uh nix that and maybe we still got another break to get in so maybe we can uh figure it out during let the me break. let me see if i can pull it pull it up on twitter and see if it converted in a different way so give me just a second all right fair enough pirates three and oh got campbell coming up on tuesday just sit it sit it on up shirley just sit it on up Sit it on up. Right. Sit it on up. Sit it on down. Oh, sorry. Uh, are you okay? <laughs> what was that? What's going on over here? <laughs> cramp? <laughs> I, I have a cramp. Oh, he's got a cramp cramp. Chandler, uh, pee on it. Pee on the cramp. <laughs> no, no. Let, there will be none of that. Here I go. Oh, that's a jellyfish. Sorry. Um. Okay, here's the... Uh, let's see right, if let's the see Twitter if version works. Eh? Eh? that would be a negative all right it's in yeah there's a setting we need to fix yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah sorry about that oh well, can we just at least play starman uh yeah just oh, sure. hit, uh, the, the starman again. so God, i gotta go back i gotta go back and find when he hits that home run <laughs> And we had that watch along, man. And we went nuts. Yeah. We started singing that song to the top of our lungs. Um, if it was a perfect world and my perfect world, of course, Jacob Starling would walk up to the plate with uh, Starman. Although he has a Return of the Mac, I believe, as his song, which is a pretty good one. But he would use that. Jaden Winter would have the Game of Thrones theme because folks winter is coming uh-huh uh-huh you see i've never watched there? the show and i know that line <laughs> but their uh the theme is awesome to game of thrones all the hbo shows have awesome themes but let me uh pull that up that would be awesome for somebody warming up a pitcher to have that uh song playing 
as he comes up to the mound. Let's see if my YouTube, YouTube works here in a moment. Um, Chandler, what uh, what other like perfect walk up songs would there be for players? Just going off their like their names. But yeah, winter warming up to this. Winter is coming is showing on the scoreboard. How epic would that be? I'm down with it. Because winter is coming is like a sign that everybody's about to die. All you uh, batters are about to get strike out, uh, struck out. No, that would be perfect. The only one I thought, like the first person I thought of was like, <laughs> this might be stupid. No way this is going to be stupid. <laughs> this is going to be smart. But <laughs> Merritt Beaker. <laughs> <laughs> his be like rock and robin this is a, the beak of a bird okay i thought you were gonna go a totally different direction with that shirley beaker was in what the muppets you would be correct sir and that theme song the uh am i getting that right let me look yes. that up yes you went a long way with that one chandler i'm not saying the wrong way but you're going with the beak of a bird. Of if a you're bird. gonna do that, you might as well play the free bird solo or something. You know yeah. what I would do? Rocket Robin. Pull this <laughs> up, clip. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do this one first. Um Coming to the Mound for the Pirates. Well, why is this not playing? Good gracious. <laughs> what is happening? This is uh... Is this a glitch with YouTube, maybe? No, I don't think so. Let's try it again. Hold on. I want to pull something up myself, so let me let me try it over here. Well, now I can't get anything to happen. Oh, now I see. No, this was this was user error. On the pitch for the Pirates. Shirley Rhodes. What? Shirley Rhodes. When was I on the Muppets? God, give anything to be on the Muppets. Merritt Beaker. Yeah, that didn't have the same effect as uh, Game of Thrones. All right, what were you going to say? Give me just one second, and I will tell you. We're giving you a lot of seconds here. Well, no, because he I'm out of seconds. That would be my pitch. No, no, no. Give it a second. I know what this is. But this would be my my entrance. It's Top Gun, right? Yeah. yeah. Just let that build. Warm them up, warming up in the pen. Yeah, but there's no like pun to this. No, there's, of course it's not a pun. It's not meant to be. For you, you would have Country Roads by John Denver. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. On the road again. What about me? What would be mine? Y'all choose mine for me. Oh, honey. Honey cut. Honey cut. Chandler, honey cut. 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 Cuts like a knife? Yeah. That's an old 80 song. Cut. That's a uh, Brian. Like a yeah, Brian mm-hmm. Adams. And it feels so right. Yeah. It's got to be a song with honey in there, like an R&B song. I'm just waiting for the damn guitar to kick in. I know. Oh, We're honey, honey. Are they saying honey in that song? No, 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 no. I don't know. Oh, honey, honey. <laughs> Surely be out there warming up for four minutes, waiting for the good. <laughs> All right, no, I'm not done warming up. Stop, it I got. It hadn't gotten to the part I want yet. I'm saying two more. You're like, <laughs> no. no. What? Two more minutes? Uh, yeah. Oh, no wonder. It's not. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Hey, you in the press box, play the different version. You're playing the wrong version. That's the wrong one. I told you the other version. Oh God, this is terrible. 
I mean, I'm really mad at it because all this happened because we couldn't play the stupid interviews. Where's the damn guitar? <laughs> I'll do it. Is that what you're waiting for? Yeah, that's. I swear that was the opening scene. Did I miss that? Uh, You missed that. I must have missed it. Nope. Here it is, right here. Brett Folsom has. (laughs) Here it is. Oh, Brian Skipper's in the house. Hey, guy in the box, this is the right one. All right, um, I've got five minutes. (laughs) There's, there's a really cool part at the end. It's not that cool. Right here. Oh my God. That is cool. Now on the mound for the Pirates. Show you You know what would suck, though, if you're hitting like 208 on the year and you got this huge buildup for your song. Brian Skipper's on Facebook. He says, hey, hey. yo, how y'all doing? Skip is here. Looky here. The guys look great over the weekend. Player Prayers to their continued success. Metallica in a Sandman. Thank you for that, Brian. Brad says walk-up song, Blue Orchid by the White Stripes. David says Benny Hill theme. That would be pretty good for somebody. All right, take a break, Shirley. What a segment this was. That was terrible on this my was, part. This is... Uh, this, is, this is what happens when Shirley is sick and has very little sleep. And you know, I didn't do much to save it. That's so all right. This one's on all of us. Nah, he's fine. Every segment can't be a winner, but that's why there are, what, 12 segments in a show? Kind of like nine innings? You know, sometimes. We've had if a you lot of great ones today. You know, if you don't have the stuff, sometimes you got to make a call to the bullpen. Somebody's got to come and, you know, bail you out a little. Was all this just a promo for a video we're putting out later? It's possible. See. Let's say it was. Got a cool video coming out to Pirate Radio this week involving uh, me not being able to get the job done and uh, somebody coming in for the save. Stay tuned. Chad Moore says, Honey by Mariah Carey could be your song, Chandler. Ooh, that's a good one. I know a lot of Mariah Carey songs. I don't know if I know that you one. You know that one. You pull it up on YouTube. You've you heard know it. that one. You've heard it. My you favorite, might not you might not have known the the name of it but you've heard it. My favorite Mariah Carey song other than Fantasy featuring old ODB mm-hmm. would be Always Be My Baby. Great song. Mm. Let's go to break. Please. I might come back, I might not. We'll see. <laughs> Please. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with your customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. 
Now with the stock market report, here's Shirley Rhodes. It was a good day for the Dow. It was up 129 points and closed out the day at 33,826. However, the Nasdaq fell 68 points, finished at 11,787. The S&P is down 11 at 4,079. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo. (laughs) (laughs) Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. This is why I keep his microphone off. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Let's see if he's still singing in there. Chandler, how about you and I just finish out the show? Let's do it. Okay. Clips clips like, okay, gotcha. Have at it. Don't tempt me with a good time. Kevin says, how about the banjo song from Deliverance for Chandler? (laughs) Tyler said number 18 for Isu Softball has a great song. Um, That is Michaela Weber. Uh, I think she's a new one. Is this, uh, am I she missing be, something? Is there a song called Michaela? Is there a, I don't know. Help me out. What am I missing here? I feel like I'm missing, a, am I missing a joke? Are you being sincere? I do not know what There's I'm a missing. ZZ Top song named Layla, but you can say it's Michaela. That's not ZZ that's Top. Not that's Eric Clapton. Been Holy Top. moly, you uh, are way off base there, bud. Sorry. Wait, you thought... You thought ZZ Top Did played it. that song? Or are you thinking Sharp I... Dressed Man? <laughs> no. no. And that man's name was Layla. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hold on. She's got legs. Are they talking about Layla? Mm, man, I was wrong. And I'll admit it. Are you talking about Layla Grange? Layla <laughs> <laughs> spread round. All right. I know who I want to battle in music trivia. Give me old Layla's Easy Top Man Chandler over there. <laughs> Layla. Sorry. Hey, no problem, man. No problem at all. You're a sports guy. You're not yeah, a music yeah. guy. Not yeah, a music you're guy. more of a sports guy. You can't I be will, counted I know, on. Some, I, can't, I know some music. I can't hold that against you. We know uh, what Bryce Williams' song would be if he played baseball. Brand new man? By us. But would it be this? By, not by Brooks and Dunn, but this version of it. Oh, yeah. I saw the light. Now batting for the Pirates. Number 80. Bryce. Williams. Slim 80. All right, coming up Friday, beginning at 11 a.m. at UBE. These new. Santa's coming. Santa's coming to town. (laughs) These new uh, Pirate Radio shirts will be available. It's got the Pirate Radio logo up front. On the back, it's got. Jungle Nation and the number 23 outlined uh, in a bone. In bone. In Which bone. is pretty How cold. about you throw me a bone Throw here. me a freaking bone. Throw me a freaking bone. Scotty. These will be available beginning at 11 a.m. Friday at UBE for a $10 donation. You can get uh, the shirt and the donation will go to Mustache March for the fight against ALS. You can get purple or gray. All sizes available. It is first come, first serve. So that's uh, Friday at 11 a.m. We got the gray. We got the perp. Uh, So head over to UBE Friday beginning at 11. 
while supplies last we'll have these awesome t-shirts and you can rock them at clark leclerc this weekend when the pirates take on the tar heels all right uh that'll do it for today's show thanks to josh gross also to garrett sailor and carter spivey for joining us on the players lounge presented by delcor we back with you tuesday for an all-new edition of pirate radio live kim mcneil gonna join us they got a big one coming up wednesday in mengees coliseum got that and more our buddy bryce ellerby molly all coming up tuesday on pirate radio live we'll talk to you then jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.